You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG. Grip it and wear it. Did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. I love Babbel. I, I feel like I'm a guy. I like playing games. I'm a game guy, so I like that you can play little language games, and it, it, it's, it makes learning fun, and that's what I need because I'm a monkey. So uh, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, plus all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash pardo. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash pardo, B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash P-A-R-D-O. Rules and restrictions apply. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? 
What's up, player? Do 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 do. Call the cops. There's a plant singing. That's the name of the van, you freak. Oh, she like Mr. Bean. Mrs. Burrito. I find you so asexual. Use it. Use it. Don't me, Frankenstein. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome into the program, episode 2705, The Nickel. Uh, add another one to it, we can't drive it, right? Five alive. Number five is alive. That's from some movie of some sort that a uh, generation uh, younger than me uh, jizzed all over. <laughs> they loved it. Boy, do they love that movie, that... Uh, that short circuit boy people loved that movie that well, was fine it's not a good movie but if you're 10 years old and you see a, a really cool robot you're going to be excited about it you can't that's not that. the people that were going nuts about it though i'm saying a generation younger than me so it was like if i was 20 they were 17 that's the people that were going nuts for it uh Oh, I thought you meant like my age, which is like... no. That was, you should have been. You should be ten years old. You see a robot. You 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 you, you know. You put your uh, dick in one of its huge eyes or whatever you do. <laughs> it was a really cool robot. I mean, like they went above and beyond for how bad the script was. It's crazy how much effort they put into that robot. Uh, well, listen, I can't agree or disagree with that. It's been a long time since I've seen it, um, and uh, I remember uh, thinking it was fine. That's what I remember thinking it was fine. You got that? Is it? Uh, Fisher Stevens, is he in that? Is that the... Uh, sure is. Is he in the first one and the second one? He is, yeah. I'd like to hope so. I think I'd he has a bigger part. Back. He, kind of, he kind of is more of the lead in the second one, I think. Yeah. I don't remember him in the first one. That, that's probably why. Is there also a... Uh, uh, for light, 80s lingo, was there an Indian guy as well? A Middle Eastern... That's who Fisher that's Stevens <laughs> was playing. He, play, in he plays that, right? That's, that was the problem. Is It was basically yeah. brown face. I mean, it is, yeah. it is brown face. Uh, well, and he's been, you know, he actually, I think Aziz Ansari did an interview with him talking about that in the last few years, just sort of saying like, Hey, uh, how do you feel about that now? Like, like, I think a lot of people like me just thought he was Indian at the time. Um, and, but he was doing the stereotypical accent and, you know, by modern standards, it's, it's pretty bad, but, um, that's at the same time, he's just it's just an acting gig. He's right. acting. Yeah. It, and that is, I mean, like we just watched Billy Madison over the weekend with the kids. And that's a movie I, I loved as, as a college kid. And it's, you know, there's stuff that doesn't hold up now, like in terms of being politically incorrect or whatever. I mean, it's, it's 25 years old, I guess, and uh, shows it. Oh, it's got some dust on it, a little dust on that bottle. Yeah, just so, and Zoe was commenting on it. I'm like, you know, I, she's not wrong, and, and, you know, I'm glad that she recognizes that stuff, but at the same time, you do have to sort of say, okay, like, you can look at things. I remember when I was a kid, I thought Gone with the Wind was atrocious uh, because it's, uh, you know, it's kind of whitewashing <laughs> the Civil War and slavery. I, I still think that, actually, but... But you can still watch something and say, like, this has artistic merit, even if it's backward thinking and it's depiction of of um, of people of color or whatever it is, of women, of, of gay people, whatever the thing is, you have to think about, like, that was the time that it was made in. And so 
you know you can you can criticize it for it and you should talk about it and and definitely think but like to just push everything aside it seems like you're going to miss out on a lot of important historical stuff if you just go nap that's bad let's forget it fuck it it's wrong i mean it's literally uh, the united states of america would have to and i know people want to do this some people would have to you know throw the whole country in the trash because it was it was founded by slave owners this you're suggesting that i do watch short circuit then <laughs> i think that, you should check it out i guess that's what i'm I trying to figure out gonna, that's the, that, that, was, lo- that was at one point the topic i think you're gonna love <laughs> you're gonna love what fisher stevens brings to it <laughs> um i hope so it sounds like he's a terrific actor and uh, he fooled you as a child and uh that's all that matters an actor tries to fool you with the role and fisher stevens i always i always liked the name fisher stevens i thought that was a neat name mm-hmm. uh and then he showed up on friends remember that he showed up on friends and then uh he did turned into he was he directed for a while did he not fisher stevens that sounds right directing yeah and, and then he started uh, showing up in commercials a year or two ago good for fisher good to see fisher back working what was he that it was like it. a capital one type commercial that he was just mm. suddenly in. i was like and it wasn't like hey it's because it's fisher stevens and we're playing off the fact that he's for a certain generation people know him and it wasn't that it was just literally a role like he was just like i'm just a working actor doing this commercial i was like damn that's crazy well, at the end of the day, isn't he just a working actor? He I mean, is, he, yeah, he is. But uh, yeah, he was like right on that line of like he could have been. Fam- I mean, he was sort of famous, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe I not know. quite. Maybe not quite. I think he, I think he would do well at the convention circuit. I think mm-hmm. uh, he yeah. sits at a table. I, he would have a line of people uh, wanting his autograph with him in a picture next to that number five. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they would uh, proudly walk away. I'm going to get my picture taken with him, him holding my uh, Capital One card. Uh, that's what I would do. Hey, will you hold this for me, Fisher? And then uh, uh, take a snapshot and then sign, print it off and sign it quickly. Uh, welcome into the program. I cut myself shaving today. Oh, so no. I got a little, little, uh, a little redness right there. Uh, so... Uh, I know you can't see it, but it uh, hurts a little bit because I cut myself right there, right there. I got a little, got a little fast with the blade. Just got a little, little. Uh, quick you had, with the did blade. you have to bring out the styptic pencil? I did not today. It was not. Uh, it luckily it uh, stopped on its own, uh, but it still is a little raised there. A little. Uh, mm. That's a thing that I keep meaning to get. I, my, when I first started shaving, my mom got me one of those, and. I mean, it hurts like the Dickens, but but it, it works. <laughs> it's the I think it's the greatest invention in the history of uh, the world. What even is it? Is it just salt? What, it's literally putting salt in your wound. <laughs> it looks like I've a stick of salt. I, I I don't understand the chemical reaction to it. Oh, you should try it at least once, Elliot. At least once in your life, try try a stick pencil. <laughs> give, it, give it a try. I mean, it, it, it like again, it's painful. It, it hurts like hell. Very painful, but it works. It it, it, it hurts in a way that you kind of uh, at the same time. I kind of like the the pain. It's like one of those where it's like I know this pain is helpful. So just uh, Jesus, and then what are you in? You'll see him. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am I am I've got uh, I brand myself with a st- step sep- septic pens I can't even say it septic 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 I think septic I think they sell that behind the counter now by the way you couldn't uh, you, I don't think you can get it off the rack I think you have to ask for it because so people were using it to give themselves a joyous pain apparently I don't know joy and pain sunshine and rain. Wow, that sounded uh, perfectly synced on my end. I don't know how we did it. It sounded it synced on my end, too. So yeah. what's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> One of us was singing it wrong. I think that's what happened. Uh, well, I'll blame myself. Is that Orin Juice Jones? Is that who that was? No, that's uh, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. What did Orin Juice Jones do? Because that seems to be a reference I go to a lot, and I can't now. Was he, uh, I can't stand the rain. Was that him? Yeah. I know rain's involved. Yeah. 
I know that uh, there was a time there everybody uh, sang about the rain. I know one group blamed the rain. Yeah, well, you got to uh, blame it on something. Goddamn right you do, Matt. Hey, did you guys uh, watch the Emmys last night? Anybody uh, any yes, chance of that? I did. Uh, uh, I very much enjoy, I, just like I enjoyed the Democratic Convention done this way, I I liked this without the pomp and circumstance, man. Yeah. I liked mm-hmm. it just, and Danielle said the same thing. In fact, she said it first. Just the laid back, the way that it, you, the, you know, when you see the old Oscars, or the old Emmys, they're at a conference room at the Bel Air Hotel, yeah. and they just go up and go, thank you so much. And then they move on with their lives. And it's and it's yeah. wonderful. And, and this kind of had that vibe to it. And, yeah. and people seemed uh, genuinely moved and excited when they got their awards. And it, they, it didn't feel like they were performing for the room when they got mm. their uh, awards. I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, I, I think um, I think they could have, you know, they had some elements of like certain celebrities were in the like at the Staples Center with Jimmy yeah. Kimmel and came out and did their thing and then obviously most of the I think all the recipients were at home uh but some of the people some of the recipients for anyone who didn't watch it some of the recipients were like in a at a, the Shit's Creek crew seemed to be in a like an Oscar party tent that, that was built for the purpose of them receiving every award possible yes. <laughs> agreed uh, which was odd I and mean, i don't know obviously they probably had no expectation uh that had they would do so well but still it's i liked it better when it was just someone's living room you know what i mean i actually wish everybody had just been in their living room and uh because the people who like i think reese witherspoon and carrie washington were also in some sort of facade facade like uh, party setting and uh and it was like i mean i get it but i liked the guy I, I've never even watched that show. Is it called Ravi? Is that the name of that show? Yes. Um, that Rami. Dude, Rami. Rami. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I should check that show out. It seems like something I would like. But um, that guy was just on his couch in an apartment that any one of us could be living in. I mean, it Agreed. wasn't. there was nothing fancy about it. I was like, good for this guy. Like, that is real. Like, I want to see. I hate the the people i mean i know because they're rich it's like they can do this but it's like people who are sitting on like a like a tv set living room it's like that's mm-hmm. not your fucking living room <laughs> let me see well, your living room it very well could be their living room you don't know don't you know. don't know how they live you don't know how holland taylor lives mind your business <laughs> you think you think that uh oh shit what's the guy I can't pull the guy's name like the, the watchman producer guy that wasn't his living room was it watchman producer uh Damon oh, Lindelof. That, was, that was like a little office they were uh, that wasn't I mean, even maybe, living room. maybe, that, was a, a maybe that is his house but it seemed very staged i uh i was not as uh, jaded on this and cynical as you i i uh thought it was all fine I, in fact i thought uh, the, i i i liked the idea of hey we're you, you know some of us are fam- with the shit's creek some of us are family yeah. let's uh, let's all get together let's right. put the table socially distance is everybody okay with that great let's all get together and celebrate or uh, be sad when we don't win anything like you, yeah. you know no i love that they were together i i just I, I, and and they're in canada so they can probably do whatever they want like they're much <laughs> safer than we are they could they could uh you know they could just be at a you know a maple leafs game for all i know like, sure I, they could do whatever they, yeah, they're they're fine so but it's still i like i just because we saw a range of different things i liked the ones that were very real and honestly well, i don't you know jennifer aniston's like got a fancy house obviously she's very rich but like she's still just like in some den or study or something with a, a bookcase behind her like, i don't need her doing some skit i don't need that <laughs> skit dude I, when she was on the stage when she came in i was i almost i almost got brought like 
called Zoe into the room. Like she had already gone to bed, but she wasn't asleep yet. I was almost like, get in here because so this like this is what she was made to do. She's still got it. She's still funny. She can still do sitcom comedy acting to a T. Like she's so good at that. And I don't need to see her being all dramatic. I'm sorry, Garen. I know you like the morning <laughs> show, but just be funny. You're so good at it. Just keep doing that. Yeah. I'm telling you, Jimmy. Keep doing it. I that. don't know why I'm getting yelled at. I don't know why I'm getting yelled at about Jennifer Aniston. Because you're mad at Jennifer Aniston. Why are you mad at her? I'm not uh, I, 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 I thought it was a lactory, to be honest with you. I didn't find it as uh, smooth as you. Um, that's a, but that's a, it's heightened. That's what I like about it. It's more like old school sitcom acting. Yeah, I'll go. All right, I'll go along with that. I uh, uh, I did I did enjoy Jason Bateman. I thought he was uh, yeah. speaking of sitcom and wonderful acting. Boy, he nailed his opening thing. That was great. So funny. Um, and I don't disagree that she's great. Even when she we talked about it on the live stream, even that uh, uh, Fast Times table read that she did. You know, she she's she's great. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston's great. In that Jennifer Aniston way, the way yes. that she delivers. I mean, she doesn't deliver every line the same way, but I like the way she delivers that line. I, I like that. That's what Elise said. She's like, still Rachel after all these years. Yeah. She really <laughs> That's it, what I like. I like that. I want it. Is, I'll uh, take it. And she put that silk kimono on or whatever she put on when she got home. <laughs> home. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if that's her home or not, but right. I liked that it wasn't a, like a, a big show of look at my setting. It was just a bookcase. Uh, looked like solid wood, though. It looked like a Very beautiful, nice. rich person wood. Very nice uh, wood. I did looking- like Mark Ruffalo sitting on some sort of uh, futon and just, <laughs> you know, uh, yes, accepting. I, I do. I, I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with everything. I uh, I very much enjoyed it. I, I hope they I, I hope I wish that they would learn from that. Yes. And uh, but they won't. Next year, they're going to go. Well, we didn't do it last, uh, last year. So it's going to be bigger than ever. What up? Right. And uh, no. I'm looking at photos from the from the Emmys, and I'm noticing that it looks like uh, uh, Zendaya was at home with her family. Oh, that was wonderful. Yeah, that was that, uh, she was wonderful, uh, and it looked like somebody pops in from the kitchen over the island. Like, <laughs> like all that stuff was great. Was Even the, so the guy good. from Succession when he won, I don't know what he was wearing necessarily, but uh, right. Oh, he uh, had a crazy collar. It was like a, it, it was like a, a button up shirt, but then, then the the collar instead of being just a regular shirt collar, looked like a, like a neckerchief that was attached to the shirt. It looked like, you know, my mother had a shirt like that, you know, a blouse you yeah. know, that she would wear to events when I was a kid that was that. And then it would tie and it would just make a, a just regular blouse look fancier. Yeah. He had that uh, yeah. under a blazer. I think that worked. Uh, I think a woman can pull that off. But his was like a muted, like almost like a like a brownish, greenish thing and i was like boy that's a big swing but dude i was so excited for that guy because he is oh. unbelievably great flawless. On he is oh, yeah. flawless it was like if he didn't win that would have been the only time all, all night that i would have been angry to be honest because he is so stinking good i, I like every category that had i guess it was that and then supporting actor and then there's some directing and writing stuff but anything where it was succession i was like it could be any one of the i don't care like everybody's great every although all, I, Go ahead. I, I, I was bummed when and look, I don't watch the morning show. Maybe uh, and I like that guy, uh, Billy Craddock. I think he's great, but yeah. at the same time, it's like really not one of the succession guys who just steal every, those, every those three guys are in? so good. Yeah, oh I was. I could I, like watching. I was like, I don't know who I'm rooting for because they're all uh, it, when they named them in a row. It was like, yes, right. that guy. Oh no, no, wait, that guy. <laughs> I, I and I haven't watched the show in six months, so I don't remember their names, uh, the character names anymore. 
Oh, Greg? Greg's one of them, I think. Oh, God, yes. Greg. Cousin Greg. Is that the Greg Cousin Greg. There you go. Now, Garen, did you watch these? You're being suspiciously I quiet here. I did not watch them. All right. I was unable to enjoy. You got but home I'm, uh, I was in excited time, though? to see the people. I, I don't even I got home around seven-ish. Oh, you could have caught the tail end, I guess. But then yeah. they re-ran it, I believe, at 8 o'clock, it. right? Uh, yeah, I didn't even think about it. Oh, I heard you won, and I was, like, excited. That's pretty, you know, Shit's Creek cleaning up was pretty incredible, but... Clean sweep, Garen. They won everything. They won every comedy one. Uh, Has that ever happened? I know, v- I know I know. it didn't happen for Veep or Cheers or other programs that I enjoyed. Yeah, that's. I don't, I've I, certainly I, never yeah, heard that in my life. I don't remember ever seeing it happen. It must have happened no, at some point, right? It's but a I, nice show at the right time. You know, positive energy. Yeah. Right time, right place, right now. Dan Levy. Um, hey, before we take our break, uh, Matt and I... Uh, uh, are excited to announce that we are um, now part of a co- uh, comedy co-op uh, in partnership with Art 19 called Misfit Toys, and it is a uh, it's exciting. It's a it's a group of shows that are independent, like ours, uh, that uh, don't necessarily want to be part of a network or anything like that. So it's a a co-op more than a network. I know the word network gets thrown around a lot, but this is a way for these shows to still be independent and yet be part of something. And we've got the great, uh, we got Jen Kirkman as part of it. Matt, what's the name of her program, please? No Fun with Jen Kirkman. It's actually no fun d- with, just been ahead. renamed. It was, it was called, it originally was called I Seem Fun. Then it, she changed it to Having Funlessness. She now is relaunching it as part of Misfit Toys under the name No Fun with Jen Kirkman. All right. And then we got the Todd Glass Show with, uh, now I don't know who is in that, Matt. Uh, there's been a lot of cast changes over the years. Mm-hmm. I think Alan Alda was the original host. I see. <laughs> and then but, uh, he... Uh, I don't know what happened. He, uh, I think he had some disagreements with the the production team. So. I would imagine. Yeah, <laughs> his name's not even in the title. I right. would imagine that would infuriate you. <laughs> yeah, although he's an actor, he's just doing a job like Fisher Stevens, just, just a role like any other. Um, he also was in brownface. There was a lot of problems with that. <laughs> that early era of the Todd Glass show was very strange. You could you couldn't tell because it was it wasn't on video, <laughs> but he still did it. He committed. A, it was a it was an audio podcast, but uh, he insisted on doing it. It was a, it was a method thing, I guess. Um, but now it is hosted by Todd Glass. All right. And then you've also got um, uh, us. You got the Never Not Funny. You got mm-hmm. the uh, Doug Benson's podcasts, the uh, I Love Movies, and uh, the Wide, Wide World of Dougs. Uh, <laughs> did I get any of these names right? <laughs> yeah, almost. Yeah. Uh, Wide World of Dougs is his newest show where mm-hmm. him and Doug, Doug Millard are talking to other people named Doug and talking to people who aren't named Doug about people named Doug and, uh, <laughs> and really more just about. Uh, have what your name means to you and stuff like that but then douglas movies is the long-running of course uh, podcast about movies and how much he loves them and uh finally we got the our buddy mike schmidt the 40 year old boy uh he's part of this as well and good to have mike back in the fold and so uh, uh i don't know what any of this means by the way it just kind of uh kind of means more back-end stuff that doesn't concern the listener but it's still uh those are all shows that the uh, friends of the show friends of never not funny and you should uh, check out their programs if you haven't um, speaking of checking out programs, I very quickly I want to say I, we've been getting a lot of uh, messages and emails and, and, and such lately about uh, uh, how many people are appreciating Never Not Funny during this quarantine. And um, we appreciate you guys listening and supporting. That's the truth. And we're able to tell the people in the live stream this uh, on a monthly basis. But uh, for those of you that are not part of that level and not everybody needs to be part of that level. And I appreciate anybody that listens to this show in any way, shape or form. I know there's a lot of. You know, not unlike when the pilot says, I know there's a lot of airlines that you could choose from. You chose us. I know I know that we're not the only podcast that you listen to. But the fact that you take the time to write us to say that this one specifically is helping you get through this 
Uh, thank you for uh, your well. Hey, you're welcome. And thank you for supporting our show and listening to us. And we're glad that we could be there to to help during this. And as I said many a time, uh, this podcast, I can uh, speak for myself, but I imagine that my partners here feel the same way of, you know, uh, I don't know what I would be doing without this podcast a couple of times a week. So I am grateful to have it and grateful that you're listening to it. And so and I thank you for all your uh, your messages and, and kind words. So uh, um, at the same time, suck it up. We're going to get through this. You know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> oh. being such a fucking baby about things. Man. <laughs> We're going to get. Through. What if I meant that? What if, what if I sincerely meant that second part? I, well, I do specifically to one guy, and that's Garen Cockrell. And you know that. Like, for sure. I've, text, I've texted you. That Absolutely. Because I'm tired of your bullshit. Let's I go, agree. brother. Uh, hey, how'd the flight go, Garen? How'd the flight come back from uh, from Detroit go? Uh, great flight. Smooth. At a celebrity sighting. Oh, here oh we go. Oh, Boy, it's been a while since this we've even been able so to. Oh, this is exciting. Somebody's left. I haven't uh, even been able to touch the tab on this app to go to the page that has this oh theme song in boy. six months. Here we go. Can touch I ask one question before we start? Is our guest in the waiting room? No. All right, let's do it then. Here we go. Let's. Uh, oh, which one do I go with? There's so many choices. Oh, it's exciting. Garen, it's exciting. Let me see what this one's all about. I'm not even sure if I've ever used this one. Okay, exciting. Now, Garen, was this person on your plane? Yes. Coming back from Detroit as well? Yes. Mm. Eminem. (laughs) Mitch Ryder. Bob Seger. (laughs) Barry Gordy. Joe Dumars. I'm not sure if this person has an affiliation with Detroit, but I... Lou Whitaker. They might. I'm not 100% sure. No. Ron LaFleur. Chet Lemon. Is, is Is it an athlete, Garen? No. All right, we're ruling out athletes. You think Karen would recognize an athlete? Of course not. But I want to rule. I want to rule out 1970s Tigers. I want to rule them out. <laughs> is it, a, uh, is it an actor? He has acted. He yes. has. Oh, he has acted. More of a but not a, known for acting. A more primarily. of a music person then. Not a music. Oh. Uh, now we know this. He was not nominated for an Emmy last night. We know that. All right. Because right. he wouldn't have been on a plane if he was. Unless it was, uh, although there were a couple of still photos. Yeah, a couple of those British people who are too good for our awards shows. I don't blame <laughs> and, and accurately. E- even even when, they, yeah, but but even when it only requires them to turn their laptop on, they still won't show up. That's when they announced Jeremy Irons. I went, "There's no way he's in front of a camera. There's no way Jeremy Irons is yeah. putting on his ascot and setting up the." Yeah. The, the camera at his house. What's this now? A ring light? There's no way. <laughs> He's great. How great is Jeremy Irons? Is great in everything, by the way. I'm not yeah. uh, making fun of him at all. Uh, all right, Garen. So when you say not an actor, he has acted. Uh, is he a host? Uh, I don't think he's. Oh, he may have oh. had his own show briefly. Was it? Was it a comedian? Is a comedian? He is. He is a comedian. Yes. comedian Primarily a comedian. Comedian first yes. and foremost. Yes. He has acted a lot, but he's... Is this an African-American? Yes. Is it D.L. Hughley? No. Has he been on Never Not Funny? Oh. That would narrow it down. Oh, Sinbad. Oh. It is Sinbad. You saw Sinbad. Uh, Did you say hello to Sinbad to remind him of his time at Never Not Funny? I agonized over whether or not I should do that, but he was like sealed up. Like, 
Oh yeah, hoodie, mask. Gla- I mean, I uh-huh. the only reason it was him was because he's so big. Yeah, I'm like, is that because he was on the plane in front of me, and I didn't notice it till I stepped through the door, like through the door out of the plane, and I'm like, mm. almost crashed into him. I'm like, wait, is that? So I spent. <laughs> I kept trying to like get up and check my bag to see, and then we got off and we're waiting at the, like right before he came out, like right when I was about to leave, and I'm like, that's, for sure. That was great, Sinbad. Nice. Great Sinbad. Uh, well, what a joy, huh? And yeah. uh, you felt comfortable on the flight home, as comfortable as you did on the flight there? Yeah. Yeah, it was very smooth. Very nice ride. All right. Uh, but uh, health and, and safety-wise, you felt okay? Yeah. Yeah, I no. got on the plane. There was a couple of guys in NRA jackets, which was a Wait, little unnerving. What? Yeah, just a little NRA logo. And this dude, his mask was off. Put it on. When I got on, but then he put it on, so like he was anticipating getting yelled at. <laughs> was he in but, the front uh, with you there? No, he was, because they boarded us in the middle, which I don't think I've ever done before. Oh, middle of the plane? Yeah, so he was just right there, and then we were going to the... Yeah, you go to your spot. You, you walk past, as I say, you walk past the filth, and you get yeah. to your first class where you're comfortable. You went <laughs> Sinbad. You got He's got room to spread those weird legs of his. <laughs> For sure. Wait, yeah. so this is one of those planes where you walk on and first class goes to the left and everyone else goes to the right? Correct. Yeah, yeah that's, huh. that is... Uh, I like that. I do like that. If you're in first class, which I've only been a couple times, that is the best possible scenario because then you don't have to sit there while everybody walks by you. Yeah. That's uh, I 100% agree with that. And then you get to, and you get to see them too. You go, you know what? You see me walking past you. I'm mm. better than you. You, it's, <laughs> I I got miles. <laughs> you know, I, I'm better than you. I, I sadly I have to travel more than you. Enjoy your time with your families. Yeah. <laughs> My son doesn't know who his father is, but I get to sit in first class. <laughs> and the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon, little boy, blue man in the moon. When oh, you're coming home, oh. then I don't know. Yes, Garen? Uh, my dad dropped me off at the airport, speaking of that song. Um, uh. So I did get to see him for a little bit longer. Um, but on the way to meet my dad, my brother, we drove past a car, and my brother said, that's the kind of car I see you driving. To you? To me. And? What kind of car do you guys think that was? A Nissan Sentra. A, um... Oh, no! A, um... Uh, uh, a, a, a Nissan Volks- Cappuccino. A Volkswagen Bug? No. I'm going to guess, uh, since we're in Michigan, was it an American car? Yes. Okay. No. I, I'm going to say... Um, I, I wanted... Like, I'm, I'm picturing... I can't think of the name of it, but I'm picturing, like, a subcompact hatchback. Uh, this, this car has been discussed on this show. Oh, okay. Okay. It has. We've had conversation about this particular automobile. Mm-hmm. Is it a, a tiny lot. automobile? It's a, yeah. It's small. I think it's small. I don't mm-hmm. believe it has four doors. It does not have four doors. Two door automobile. Two door automobile. Small Is it the automobile. Fiat like Elliot has? No, no. It's not a. It's an old car. That's Italian. It's an old car. Mm-hmm. Oh, like a Chevette. He oh, no. sees you in an old oh, car. A Pinto. No. It's been discussed ad nauseum on this show. This El Camino. Part. Is it an El Camino? Wait, ad nauseum. <laughs> is it a Fiero? Yes. Oh, wow. You guys, you got to see a Fiero out in it the wild? A, it was a blue Pontiac Fiero, just parked. A blue one? I've never seen a blue Fiero. Are you out yeah. of your mind with the blue? That's interesting. It was a, I almost say it was bright blue. So Maybe was, I've seen the bright blue. Maybe it was, it was repainted. It was, Sounds like a... Uh, aftermarket paint job. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't remember them selling the blue. Oh, uh, maybe there was a year that they did, but I don't remember it. 
Yeah, uh, I thought that was funny. I, I like to agree, see you in a Fiero as well. I'm not sure I agree with your brother, though. Do you, do you guys agree with that? That he would be in a Fiero? That's too flashy for Garen. I know yeah, it sounds weird, I think but... I, yeah. I don't know what I see Garen in. Uh, like the, un, a, the unemployment line. I know that. <laughs> I know I see him there. A, a Nissan Cube? <laughs> Cube? I, I don't know. I, I kind of just... Uh, I don't know. Garen, what's your dream car? Do you have a dream car? Um... I don't know. I mean, I do like the Mini Coopers, but I was there we go, Mini Cooper. Yeah, that feels right. I can see you in it. That feels right for you, Mini Cooper. What about the PT Cruiser? I see you. uh, (laughs) I was going to say that too. I was going to guess that. (laughs) I did like those when they first came out. I think everybody did. Everybody liked it for like a day and a half. Yeah, we we all thought it was cool for a month, and then it was like, oh, this is what this is going to be. No, (laughs) I'm out. I'm out. Uh, All right, our guest Vanessa uh, Gradic is here. Uh, She's uh, the uh, in the waiting room, and uh, Vanessa and I just had a project together. She was terrific, and uh, so I immediately said, "Come on, my program, and uh, let's share that joy with the world." Uh, So Vanessa will be joining us in here in a half a second. Uh, Also, I just very quickly want to point out that uh, uh, or thank everybody that came to my Flapper show over the weekend. Had a nice time at my uh, virtual Flapper show, and the next one is in October. After all, I was I misspoke on the. on the thing, I thought it was not until November, but I'm doing it the week after Partcastathon uh, on the 16th, I believe it is, or the whatever that Friday is. I don't have a calendar in front of me, the 16th or 17th, um, that Friday, the 16th, I think it is. Yeah, that uh, sounds right. So uh, coming out for that, those are a lot of fun. A lot of me just talking with the people, then doing old bits and new bits, not even new, not just new old stories and stuff that people want to hear. And uh, it's a good time. We had a great time this past week. And so I thank everybody for coming out. We'll see you in October. Uh, those that want to uh, keep coming to those, uh, please do. Those are fun. Uh, and then, of course, Barcastathon is on the 10th of October, right around the corner, 10, 10, 20. And uh, a real nice lineup. Uh, all friends of the show. Um, you know, we had a little scaled back, you know, we're not, uh, you're not, uh, admittedly, there's not going to be any, holy shit. I wonder if Tom Hanks shows up this year. None of that. It's all, it's all friend of the show. It's all people that, uh, have been on the program. Believe it or not. We did and, get Jeremy, Jeremy Irons. <laughs> we, did, we did get him. Oh, he, he's excited to, uh, hook up that, uh, webcam and he is a friend us. of the show that, uh, just, uh, is not interested in going public with it. He, but he, uh, uh, he listens every week and I finally convinced him. I said for, ch- for charity irons, I call him, I call him irons because we're, mm-hmm. we're those kind of friends. Come on irons. Uh, all right. So let's take a break. When we come back, Vanessa Gratic is here. Uh, Elliot's here. Matt's here. Garen's here. We're all here. We'll be back right after this. Hey, hiring's hard. So hard. So ZipRecruiter's there to make it easy. So easy. That a boy, Matt. You did exactly what I was hoping for. We don't plan these folks. We don't script these out. We we sit down. We go, uh, hey, let's do a ZipRecruiter ad. And then I, I just say something. And then Matt responds. And it's very, very never enough. Funny very brand. organic. Uh, very organic. We both turn into James Austin Johnson doing Trump. Very organic. They're talking about organic. Hey, see why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. That's 24 hours. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. Go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Once again, that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Uh, look. We haven't had to hire anybody in a long time, but I know there's people out there that have a small business and they do. Yes. And uh, look, I don't want to do that job. If you wanted to work, you would go work uh, as a headhunter if you cared, if you enjoyed hiring people for, you know, that was your your passion. It's not mine. I don't. It's not mine either. So my passion's the opera. (laughs) <laughs> obviously we all know that okay just want to make from, sure from longtime listeners know that you love the i opera. want to make sure that everybody's reminded of it so 
Just leave it to the professionals at ZipRecruiter. Let them do it. Let their technology help you so that you don't have to waste your time finding great candidates. That's exactly right. By the way, we have tickets for the opera coming up. I'm going to hire somebody to go in my place. <laughs> uh, that is my passion. My passion for the opera is to avoid it. Yeah. Uh, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Yeah. Ooh, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other – you're at the – Wild animal vet? No, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah they, i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no, these, these are people that uh, you, you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and they're, then they, they're not comfortable in front of a microphone exactly these right. are not professional these broadcasters like we are yeah, they, they they sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind <laughs> uh hey download earning today that is spelled e-a-r-n-i-n and that's in the google play or apple app store when you download the earning app type in never not funny under podcast please when you sign up it'll help the show let's them know who sent you there who directed you there once again put in never not funny under podcast subject your available earnings location daily max and pay period max c earning.com slash tos for details earning is a financial technology company not a bank bank products are issued by evolved bank and trust member fdic earning it's your money get it now hey everybody welcome back to the program episode 2705 elliot's got a phone call that he's receiving at this very moment uh, now, our guest, Vanessa Gradick, does not know this. Elliot Hochberg is the manager of an apartment complex in Palms, California. So that phone call could be somebody's locked out of their apartment. They've got a clogged toilet. Anything that then Elliot will go. Uh, <laughs> he will panic like he's never had to do his job once before. Right. And this is the first time he's ever been inconvenienced by it. <laughs> he he actually, uh, what did you say, Vanessa? I'm sorry. He may or may not come back. Depending he may on not. <laughs> right. Uh, but know this, Vanessa, when he comes back, he will be frazzled <laughs> and then it will be nothing. You'll say, oh, my God, what happened? Was somebody murdered? Somebody locked their door. As UPS had to get buzzed in. I can't believe it. <laughs> right. There's nothing. It, uh, uh, Elliot, how'd, uh, how'd that go? Everything OK? Uh, so so I think you made the right call as far as why I was being called. Yeah. Oh, somebody um, locked out. Yeah, so um, uh, you know, I, all all of my tenants, I treat them, uh, I treat them equally and equitably. Um, this fella, uh, he might be stoned. Oh, you got a, you got a hippie over there? I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if that's the right. Uh... Wait, what's that, Vanessa? 
I said at 12 o'clock already? <laughs> I mean, the guy's a drug addict, Vanessa. We can't, we can't judge his time timeline. This guy's, uh, he's always uh, shooting up. Is he shooting up, Elliot? Uh, well, I think the word stoned has a particular meaning. <laughs> is he shooting Which, up marijuana? <laughs> yeah. First, first of all, you lose the tone. I don't know if you're showing off in front of Vanessa. I don't know what you're doing, but that's not going to fly today. Not today, sir. I, I, I hear what you're saying, Jimmy. I, I hear what you're saying, and I don't know what I can do about it. You're saying he rolled out of a van, he smells like pot, and he's uh, higher than a kite at noon. I, I, I Look, it was on the phone. I can only go by the way that, first of all, what I know of this particular individual ongoing mm -hmm. and the way he sounded just now. All right. Did you let him in? I did. I was able to buzz him in because I think what happened was he may have left his keys inside the door of the building. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Who cares? You, you know who it is. You let him in. Now it's his yes. problem. This is exactly. Uh, but he, he may call again. All right. Well, listen, let's introduce our guest. Vanessa Gradic is here. Vanessa is a very funny young lady who I had the pleasure of working with on a uh, pilot presentation, proof of concept sort of thing recently uh, that uh, maybe we'll see the light of day someday. Maybe the project will go. I don't know if that particular one will ever air, but uh, uh, we can only hope that somebody enjoyed what we did and it'll uh, end up somewhere. She's also a very funny stand-up comedian, also writes on the program Funny You Should Ask, uh, which is uh, over there at uh, Byron Allen's joint. So, uh, one of uh, Byron Allen's 97,000 programs that he makes 18 gazillion dollars off of. Um, Vanessa, hi. Hi. Hey, everybody. Hello. Now, Vanessa, let me ask you a question. Uh, uh, first of all, you got very uh, upset when you heard that somebody was stoned at noon. Uh, do, you, do you keep your temple clean? Is that how you live your life? You don't have to answer these questions. That was not me being upset. That was me being jealous. Like, I haven't started drinking yet. And I, I feel see. It's a party, and I should have been ready. Um, well, listen, maybe this guy will invite you over, uh, or certainly get Elliot's phone number and just uh, buzz in and say you forgot your keys. He lets anybody wander around that complex, it sounds There's like. somebody knocking at my door. you got to be kidding me, <laughs> oh dude, God. Vanessa. So I, I'm going to go deal with this so it doesn't get worse. All this right. This is not what this is not what vanessa signed up for this is literally that wing song someone knocking at the door somebody ringing the bell do me a favor open the door let him in let him in right isn't that wings isn't that paul mccartney and wings am i wrong i don't know is i'm anybody I'm, I'm not old enough to know that how okay. dare you how Oh, all right. So everybody's against me today. I'm the dumb guy. Ironically, the uh, only person who might know that song is Elliot, and he's gone. Well, listen. I, I, what if the, what if the stoner is murdering him right now, and just off camera, he's getting murdered by a hippie? Wouldn't we hear it though? I, I guess <laughs> we would, question. unless it, uh, he's such a dickhead. Though he probably muted himself, uh, right? He's not but supposed right. to. The, the muting uh, message. Oh, you're right. The, he wouldn't the, have muted himself. He, yeah, we can't mute because of the sync. So what I was wondering is that because he's using a green screen, if there's a splatter of blood against that green screen, would we see it or would it just oh. be, become oh. part of this? That's, that's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> well, wouldn't it wouldn't it form the dots because the, the green would be covered right. by the red? It, it would no yeah. longer be green. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would be weird. We could definitely see blood splatter. Yeah, yeah we see a splatter. I agree. Okay. Although, Vanessa, when you say, wouldn't we hear it, uh, wouldn't that be the worst thing in the world to just hear a murder happening? I mean, at least we could call somebody. Don't you guys have his address? We could probably get You know what? I'm not so sure I could pull that up all that quickly, yeah, to be honest I don't with know you. about that. <laughs> I don't know if I could. I, I'm, let me see if I have it in my phone. I, I mean, I, Would you just go? Would you just run over there? You are I'm the, the closest. I'm in the middle of a show, Garen. You're, you're closest. Yeah. <laughs> we would definitely give the recording to the police. Right. 
that's, that's oh that's a good point I yeah we'd have it. to keep okay matt has it I all right it. should i head over there uh, He's been gone upwards of 90 seconds. <laughs> this is concerning. This is concerning. There's a chance. I think I think he's getting murdered. Mm. But we don't see the splatter. Yeah. Wait for the splatter. <laughs> I don't see this guy stabbing. This is a hippie, man. I see this guy strangling. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well. You have the strength when you're high. I think that's more like PCP or LSD or something, but just marijuana. Don't you get kind of lazy in the middle of the strangle? Yeah, I think you would. I think you'd, I think you'd lose your, your grip and just go, oh, we're all right, man. <laughs> That's a good point. He's probably safe. And also, you you would assume that Elliot is a, a he's a average to above average sized man. He could probably take a, a stoned person in a fight, right? You think so? You think Elliot wins that fight? Uh, Vanessa, you've only seen him from the uh, shoulders up. You think he's got a chance? I, I would have to see the stoner. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's. A, I think he's told us about this guy before. I think he's a younger guy, so he does have the the youth on his side. But uh, but Elliot's uh, Elliot's got some inner rage that I think he could unleash. I agree. Rage gets it done. <laughs> yes. Here here here. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, Gratic uh, is here. Vanessa, what part of town do you live in? Now, we didn't because we we also did. You and I have never met. We've only met uh, both times, even though we did another project. Uh, Vanessa was. Uh, 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 satellited in. Uh, what's that old phrase? That old-fashioned phrase. Uh, she's. Uh, uh, I don't know. What they used to say. I. I remember I said it once at Park Castathon, where I said they're they're. Via, oh, I did say they're joining us via satellite. And Elliot was like, "You know, that's not how it's working, right?" I'm like, yeah, fucking comedy show. <laughs> it's a comedy show, Elliot. And one day you'll be murdered by a hippie. So mind your tone. <laughs> oh my God, you saw it coming. Oh, I saw it. Are you kidding me? I have. I can't believe he hasn't been murdered by somebody yet. But a hippie, yeah. I'm imagining. I was very, I was very, very vivid image in my. Uh, Seems uh, suspicious. Did you? Maybe, <laughs> did you? Did you hire a hippie to kill him for this a few years ago? Hang on, this is all coming. But this is going to all come back and backfire on me. Yeah. Um, I never said that. Of course, I never said that. I don't know anything about hippies or murder. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't. We don't. I can't have Elliot be murdered. Uh, he's got season two of Jimmy's Records of Tapes to edit. I can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't lose him. He does have some work to do. Yeah. Uh, so Vanessa, my question was going to be: uh, What part of town do you live in here? Uh, the great downtown Los Angeles. You're downtown. Do you live in a loft? Uh, an apartment building. I, uh, I I have to admit, you're the first person that I've met that is uh, that lives in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, have you lived there long, or are you in one of these new sharp buildings? What are you doing? Um, I've been downtown for probably ugh, eight years now, but I've been in this building for three, two or three. Do you? Because uh, I know where you work. Uh, it's actually not very far from my house here. Do you hop on the metro and 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 take that to work? No, I'm, I'm not a big. <laughs> Why not? It's it's literally a five minute walk from the train station. I'm not a big public transportation person because when like I'm it. ready to go, I'm ready to get to going. Like, I just want to get in my car and roll out. I don't disagree with that. You know what? I, I, I always drive myself to the airport and park there for that same reason. I don't want to risk the Uber guy being slow or not getting there or back in the old days, a cab guy not showing up at 630 in the morning. Like, I, and when I, I'm with you. When I'm ready, I'm ready. Get in there and go. But I do like that train. There's something about a train, Matt. It's magic. Yeah. You used to save money, like taking Uber back and forth to the airport. But now every time I've gotten off a plane, the Uber ride to downtown has been like sixty, seventy dollars. So I might as well just park. Right. I agree with that. It's uh, uh, have you flown, Vanessa, during this uh, lockdown? Have you have you been traveling a little bit? I have a little. Um, I went to 
well, I've been a lot of places, but I had to take a break. I had to go check on my mom in Minnesota. Okay. Then I was in Atlanta and North Carolina. And then I had to go back to Atlanta and then I had to go to Michigan. And oh, now wow. <laughs> you're, you're a jet setter in the middle of a time. We're supposed to be locked in a closet. <laughs> you know, I had stuff I have to get to. And then like I have something again in October, but I only fly Delta because Delta has been the only one that has proven to me that they are staying true to uh, as safe as they can get, I guess. You know, our own Garen Cockrell up there in the red shirt that is not at all making his face red. Um, <laughs> he um, he just flew in yesterday back from Michigan uh, on Delta, and he agrees 100% with what you just said. Yeah. yeah. And I, Matt, it they love the fly, do they not, Matt? It shows. Yeah. What... Um, <laughs> Uh, boy, that has come up 50 times in the last two weeks on the show. We have done that to death in the last month, mostly because of <laughs> But Garen. I love it. Yeah. I love it every single time. Uh, Vanessa, are you performing in these various cities? Are, are you, uh, what are you doing in all these towns? You don't have to tell me if you don't want to. No, it's fine. I am not performing. I'm not that comfortable yet to just be around a bunch of strangers. Right. Everywhere I go. Like when I was in Michigan, it was for my friend's 50th birthday party. And she has a lake house. So it was still a very controlled group of people in a house away from other people. And same when I went to Atlanta or North Carolina, I just go go to what I'm supposed to be there for and then come back. Right, uh, you're on the Delta Airlines, you're comfortable on Delta. And uh, have you had your own row or you, have you been lucky in that regard? Um, a few times I've had my own row. Uh, Tickets weren't that expensive at first, so I was flying first class. That, that's I was just gonna ask you, did you bump up because of the ticket prices? But now they've gone back to regular. Delta's like, nah, we're gonna charge you. We're fine. <laughs> but I think round trip to Atlanta for first class for like six hundred dollars. That's what that's what a normal ticket was costing before this thing. So and oh, in first yeah. class, there's no one sitting next to you because they only have the two seats. Right. Good for you. Get there. That's comfortable. You relax. Uh, uh, Garen just saw Sinbad on his flight. Um, <laughs> have you encountered, Vanessa, any celebrities on your travels? And if you it's, just say yes, if you have, don't tell us who it is. We'll, we'll try to guess. No, it's no. Vanessa, <laughs> can you make somebody up that you saw on the plane? Yes. Oh, yes. who'd you see? That's exciting. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was crazy. I saw Cardi B and she was telling me all about the divorce. So I oh. really knew what wow. happened. Oh, wow. Well, well, that's lucky for you. That, But she certainly was wearing a mask during this conversation. Certainly wearing a mask, but I could tell by the nails. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Uh, Somebody said, Cardi. I was like, oh, okay, that's you. Oh, that helped out? Yeah, that helped a lot. Somebody said that helped a lot. Uh, hey, Elliot, uh, Vanessa's here. Uh, uh, you've never been this rude to a guest before. Um, it's the worst, and I apologize. Well, what? at least you're not murdered. Yeah, we were concerned you were getting murdered by the hippie. <laughs> no, but um, I, I, uh, I'm doubling down on my on my um, uh, judgment that uh, that he is stoned. Okay. Um, <laughs> he he I I. I he came to my door, knocked very lightly. Yeah. Like, like, I have a doorbell. I mean, I know that I'm in the middle of doing Zoom, but you don't know that. So why don't you push the doorbell to let, uh, let do you, you know? Do you think maybe he already did ring the doorbell and you didn't hear it? I mean, that's possible, but it's pretty loud. And I heard the phone. I see. Um, but so I go out and um, I tell him, go and wait at your unit. I'm going to go get the keys because I keep the keys downstairs. I say, go wait at your unit for me. I'll come and let you in. Um I start going down. He starts going down the stairs. I didn't tell you to do that, hippie. G Gary, wait at your unit. He goes back up. Wait, we're I get calling by his name now? What's that? 
We're calling him by his name? Or did you just I mean, make up a name? You made up a name, though, right, Elliot? That's like a fake name? Okay, very yeah. good. Uh, so, so I go to the elevator, get in the elevator, go down, go get the keys, come back out. I hear the elevator going up. Uh, I'm not going to use the elevator with somebody else, so I go up the stairs. When I get up to the top, I realize he had called the elevator and was going to go down, but saw me coming up the stairs. So, not entirely sure. Maybe I'm wrong and it's not pot. Maybe your, your call was correct and it was something else. All I know is that the concept of wait at your unit <laughs> was not, did not land, did not right. land. And then he went to shake my hand hmm. and I'm like, dude, let, let me get by. I'm going to go open your door. He was, he was very, he was very, uh, very confused. And, and here's my theory. Here's what I think. Yes. I, he's always been, I would say a casual pot smoker. I suspect that because of everything that's going on now, you can just drop off the casual part. Yeah, he's got he's got a little more time to uh, to uh, partake. I think so. That's my guess. Okay. Uh, right. So hopefully he's okay. He didn't seem like he was, you know, in any kind of danger, any 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 health danger, but um, definitely a little bit more than normal. All right. Well, Elliot, we're just glad that you're not murdered uh, because uh, apparently it it, it, it always going to point back to me. Uh, what, what <laughs> well, we, you uh, have you have said that you were going to plan on doing something, and I think it was very similar to this scenario. Oh, Jesus Christ! How many times have I brought this up? <laughs> you did bring it up. Yeah, you said you were going to send someone to his house and kill him. All right. Yeah. You know what? Can we all just agree that when I say that it's for humor? Because if it ever if he ever dies and gets murdered, I had nothing to do with it. I mean, we can agree to it, but uh, I don't know if it's going to hold up in court. <laughs> I think it will. I think this holds up in court. There's okay. no question about it. Uh, Vanessa Gradic is here. Vanessa refuses to use capital letters whenever she types out her name. Uh, <laughs> Vanessa. Uh, did you start? You're from uh, what part of Minnesota are you from? St. Paul. St. Paul. Paul. Uh, and did you start standing up comedy there, or did you wait to start that when you got here to Los Angeles? I actually started stand up in LA. I started when I was in Minnesota. I did some um, theater and acting, but I didn't get the comedy bug until I came to LA. Oh, and but have you been back there to perform? Uh, you give your family an opportunity to see you on the stage. Yeah, I actually love the problem with going like I love performing at home. The problem is it's always hardest to get booked where you're from. And I don't understand it, but I can get booked all over the country. When I call home, they're like, well, let us see. And right. what done? I'm like, so, settle down, settle down. <laughs> that's, that's, there's always something about the home club for all of us that is like they they still see us either like in your case they didn't know you were a stand-up or in my case they remember me from when i was an open micer and then it's like uh, yeah i don't know like they have this image of who you are and it's like well look at who i am now in my resume and uh you know luckily i've crossed over that with the zanies in chicago but it took a long time for a long long time that and everybody would say it all they i remember coming up they're like your home club is the hardest one to to, to stay with you know you're going to have better luck on the road so Basically what you just said, but I felt the need to reword it and uh, clunkily and annoyingly. You can mansplain it. I, I know. It's horrible, Vanessa. I apologize for that. That was disgusting on my part. And if I were you, and hear me out, Vanessa, I know you're downtown. I know you don't like public transit, but there is a stop in Palms. Take that metro, go to Palms, get off, and murder Elliot. If you can do that for me, I think Wait. then, and only then, will I accept my apology. We, I'm not sure right why. after this, I think we should finish up the show first. I'd then. like to. I'd like. I, you know what? Truth is, we need the press. If you could do it during this show. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I can get there in time, though. Oh, That's we could do. We could wait. We could draw this out. 
Yeah. I will not be here. Let we'll me do just a, make that clear. We'll do a merit. Hey, but then we'll go. You know what? We'll go to Gary's unit and see what's going on, Elliot. Now, I'll go to Gary's unit. <laughs> right. I know that's where you're at. Uh, based on uh, what you said earlier. All right. Uh, Vanessa Gratic is here. Now, listen, uh, let's go around the horn. But before I do that, let me read you to, uh, this week's Oliver uh, Oliver's trivia. Yeah. Uh, we did a theme. Has somebody sent in an Oliver trivia theme song yet, Matt? Not specific to that, but we do have a um, a generic uh, trivia theme, which I can play. All right, let's play that thing. Here, here it comes. Uh, uh, there's a few of them. I'm going to play this one. All right. Let's play trivia, trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. You got it. Uh, hey, before that, uh, before I get to this uh, topic, Vanessa, I don't want to dismiss the fact that you said you went back to see uh, check on your mom and stuff. Is she, she's fine? Everything OK with your mom? Yeah, she's good. She's Great. good. And is she still in St. Paul? She's still in the house that you grew up in? No, they actually her and my stepfather moved about two years ago. But up until that point, they were in the house I lived in. When they moved, did they tell you where they were moving to or did you have to just go there and try to find them? <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to go help. So I had to. Uh-huh. The basement at the old house was not getting cleaned out without my assistance, so I had to go back. Not Otherwise, true. I think they might have just disappeared into the darkness. You think so? <laughs> Possible. I uh, assume, Jimmy, you asked that because you wanted to see how how good Vanessa is at finding uh, people who she doesn't know where they <laughs> that's live. That's exactly why I bring it up, Elliot. Well, I am a woman, so I'm basically a detective. That's pretty ah. much. So nice. Uh, I love. It. All right, here's your uh, here's the trivia. Uh, here's your topic, guys. Historic history. Historic history. Boy, this seems uh, a bit vague. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so, sometimes Oliver writes a little explanation of what the category means, but this one, it's. Are we just taking uh, it to mean it's just a history question? I don't know the answer. Should I get him in here to ask? I can't. He's at school. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Give him a hall pass. <laughs> that's how school works school in the next room uh he's about, he, he's a couple of rooms over yeah but uh it's it, I might get, if i called him in now he would get him in the middle of presenting like it'd be horrible yeah, yeah. okay uh they, that's a word they use by the way uh, that they're, they're presenting not not that they're uh you know giving uh the, whenever they talk they say um, they're presenting i find that mm. uh very formal considering it's it's you know it's not a prep school it's yeah <laughs> Right. Hey, Vanessa, do you have any kids or anything? I don't mean to. Uh, I do not. You do, do not. not. You don't so, need them. Right. Downtown. I'm also single. I live downtown. What else? <laughs> I enjoy long walks in the city. I don't like nature. Um, what else? I need insurance. So <laughs> I can help with uh, that. That's- we, we all need insurance. Mm-hmm. We all need insurance. Vote. Everybody, please vote. Please. So that we could. Get rid of what's happening and what's about to happen. Um, Venice is downtown in uh, beautiful Los Angeles, which uh, when I moved here was nothing but uh, it was horrible. Like when it was all of downtown was basically a giant skid row when I moved here. And now it's just gorgeous. It's uh, you would never know it's the same city. Unless you walk over a couple blocks. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Still, well, skid row is still there. Over that is still still aggressive. There's still a bunch of tent cities. Oh geez, I didn't know that. Hey, so before we go into trivia, why don't we take a quick uh, an early break, an early second break, 
and we can have Vanessa uh, hopefully uh, connect with the uh, get a better connection. So because uh, uh, sadly, Vanessa, uh, whenever you speak, you're breaking up and I'm missing every other word. And uh, and I don't want to have to spend the entire day uh, bothering you by going, what's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, so if we can get a better connection, then we don't have to do that. Uh, so let's take a quick break. We'll be back uh, more with uh, Vanessa Gratic right after this. Hey guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Vanessa Gradick is on Twitter and Instagram at Vanessa Gradick. That's G-R-A-D-D-I-C-K. Vanessa spelled the way you think it is. And uh, check out there. She actually just had a, a Zoom show that you missed because uh, it was happening the very same night this episode's going up. But uh, keep an eye on her on social media for upcoming Zoom stand-up shows. You'll want to check her out doing stand-up because she is hilarious. So check that out. Jimmy Pardo is also doing some Zoom-related or Zoom... Uh, sourced stand-up comedy at the flapperscomedy.com zoom room october 16th 7 p.m pacific time go to flapperscomedy.com if you want to attend another one of his uh stand-up shows in virtual reality uh it's gonna be uh, like the last two some storytelling some uh, he'll take some requests if you want to hear a story uh do some crowd work in there and that'll be fun but the main thing i want to tell you about is before that even happens uh podcast is on 2020 it's the virtual pcat you've been hearing all about it's on 10 10 2020 october 10th from noon to 6 p.m pacific time and uh that is going to be fun we're raising money for smile train we've got a i think maybe 16 18 guests we have a lot of guests for not as much time so we're gonna cram them all in and have a lot of fun there's gonna be music there's gonna be uh, some celebrities some uh some obviously comedians friends of the show uh you know how it works uh a few auctions to bid on if you want to win some experiences related to our show and a couple of cool custom items that our fans have donated uh, all of that will be available to you you can find information at podcastathon.com or just watch it there or you watch it on our own website nevernotfunny.com is a good place to go too and uh, i believe the donation link should be up by the time you're hearing this so if you want to get in there early and donate uh do that on our site nevernotfunny.com enjoy Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits... The SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, that's, not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you, sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh, the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify 
Well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Uh, listen, this is, you, you know, this, uh, Belknap and, and Hochberg and myself, we love the factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, Hey, this is good stuff. Once you factor, you can't go back there. Yeah. It's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it. You'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah. In the, in the imagine, 16 years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like, I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like, before I had a kid. It, it, oh, yeah. It, it sure. was prior to Oliver's where. I don't, I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on with you? We're here to talk about factor. Yeah. Although, you know what? Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. They got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash Pardo50. Use code Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code Pardo50 at factormeals.com slash Pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program again. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2705, Vanessa Gratic is here. Vanessa's in a new area of her house. Uh, uh, she's got the time behind, so I could keep an eye on how long this is going. She's got the <laughs> clock right behind her. And uh, it sounds, it looks a thousand times better. I appreciate Vanessa's patience and willingness to move during the recording. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, no worries. I just have to get a longer Ethernet cord, apparently. You know what? I'm not going to lie. One thousand times better. One thousand yeah. times better. I also don't know how mathematics work. So <laughs> is that is that high? It seems a little high. Um, so as a reminder, uh, Vanessa lives in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, she is being commissioned to go murder Elliot. Those are the things that happened in the previous break. Right. I just want to make sure audio didn't screw any of that information up. That is what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're also going to stop by Gary's to get high first. <laughs> okay. No, th- you, you're going to do that. I keep my temple clean. I don't know how you murderers do it in order to sleep at night. This is That's too- how I sleep at night. How can I murder someone if I'm not at least a little bit high? That'd just be a crazy person. I get oh, that's you. interesting. I was, I was going to make the suggestion that you probably want to be sharp. Because I am not going to go quietly. And uh, then afterwards, if you want, in order to deal with what you've tried to do. Oh, that's not a bad idea, Vanessa. Wait on getting the drugs. And not a bad it. idea, but a lot of law and order has told me that if I'm under the influence, I could get off easier. You don't oh. want to your mind. Oh, that's smart. a good point. That's a do really you good still hint. get off, though, if there's audio proof of you saying that's what you're going to do? <laughs> yes, because oh, okay. I'm, I'm being coerced into doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's like the Manson family. Like they were they were they really responsible or well, I guess they were. So maybe that's not a good example. <laughs> um, hey, speaking of the Manson family, Vanessa, is there any chance? Are you watching The Vow on HBO? Are you watching uh, that uh, documentary series yet? 
I am not there yet. I have oh. so many things in my queue, but it yeah. is on the list. Uh, you should uh, definitely jump on board because if, if you like anything about cults, this thing is, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, it's wonderful. And, and I can't, I can't wait for the cult leader to get whatever uh, uh, sword across his neck and lops it off happened to him. I would settle for a haircut. I, I'm tired <laughs> of looking at that mushroom top. <laughs> I think you, you and the Dalai Lama, Matt. <laughs> Wait, oh, the Dalai Lama. Oh, yeah, Lamas. the Dalai Lama. Uh, you, Matt, didn't see last night's yet? I haven't watched last night's yet. Oh, no. yeah, the Dalai Lama. This is not anything to give away, but the, the, the Dalai Lama is not happy with the length of hair. On, uh, I'm not on happy Keith. with every scene. He's got a different. He can't decide whether he's a beard guy, a stubble guy, or a clean shave guy. It's crazy. This guy's, this guy's an asshole. He's all over the place, <laughs> to quote Airplane. Uh, Vanessa Gratic, as she mentioned also uh, in the previous break, is single. And uh, likes uh, walks uh, along the city. Does not care for the trains. So don't play that fucking game with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Try and trick me and say it's an adventure. I don't want it. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been tricked in the past where somebody says, hey, it's an adventure. And next thing you know, you're on a train. Your friend, our mutual friend, Dwayne Perkins, always is like, I'll come get you. We'll take the train to work. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> It's, uh, do I, by the way, how great of a guy is Dwayne Perkins? Let's Dan just uh, acknowledge uh, Dwayne. Who, he's, boy, it's been a long time. Uh, to use the young person's vernacular, it's been a minute since he's been on this program. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't seen Dwayne in ages. Boy, what a good guy he is. Funny guy. He is. Um, and uh, listen, Vanessa, this isn't my business. Is there ever talk of you two kids going out sometime? No. You don't care no. for him oh, that way. That he's is, not. Uh, he is. Dwayne and I are really good friends. And I call him my backup husband. So if everything goes awry and nothing happens in the next 10 years or so, come on, Dwayne, let's just go ahead and do it. It's right. <laughs> uh, I have mine as well. In fact, you met her uh, when we did that project. Uh, Rachel Quaintance is my <laughs> is my backup. If, if uh, my beautiful wife ever leaves me and if her handsome husband leaves her, mm -hmm. uh, we've decided that we will uh, get married and yeah, be a couple. You got to have a backup. Nobody yeah. wants to die alone. Like, nope. Come on, Perkins, it's time. <laughs> um, although, you know what? Uh, I, I may want to switch with you and go with Dwayne Perkins. I think I'd rather <laughs> live out the end of my days with Dwayne than Rachel yelling oh, in my ear. Yeah, I, I need those stories. I need his ridiculous <laughs> stories every day for the rest of my life. You're right. All right. All right. You can. All right. You know what? You can have him. You can have Perkins. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. The uh, the category, of course, was historic history. Uh, as Vanessa pointed out, very vague. Uh, my son, even with uh, us killing time uh, with the uh, with the tech troubles, uh, did he's still in school? Uh, so write down your bets between zero and twenty five. Vanessa, write it down. Keep it to yourself, and I will. Uh, come to you at some point i'm gonna go uh, well i'm not gonna tell you what i'm doing but i could tell you that i'm not feeling confident mm. not feeling confident any number between any number uh, the idea is if, if if you think we're all going to not get this right then you would bet just a little bit because then you'll be more likely to win but if you're great at history you might bet a lot just uh just and by the way i don't know if you watch the show but matt belknap has a history of getting a lot of these questions right and the rest of us are not happy with that. I think I've probably gotten four right, as opposed to like you guys maybe have gotten one or two. Um, I, be I believe if we go to the scoreboard, uh, Garen, what are we at currently score-wise? Uh, Matt sitting at 47. Mm -hmm. Elliot at 42. Mm -hmm. Myself at 25. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, I believe you have 3,000. I am... <laughs> But no, I think I think I think I'm you sorry, put it's uh, zero. It's zero. Yeah, it's zero. Okay. I'm at zero. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm not good at this, Vanessa. Is my point. 
And um, I'm pretty good with trivia. I don't know how good I am with historic history. But we'll find out today. Today's the day to find that out. Okay. And I su- I suggest if you get it right, treat yourself. Take a train ride. Really just enjoy this city. <laughs> it's an adventure. Um, hey, uh, Vanessa, are you guys uh, back at work at the uh, at that Byron Allen program? No, we actually we went on hiatus in June, um, but hoping to get back uh, at least to the writing and producing part soon. And we should be able to tape because our set is already set up kind of social distanced. Yeah. I thought, those chairs are pretty far apart, right? Yes. All the chairs are pretty far apart. And then as long as our host doesn't go over to the contestants, nobody is close to each other. Right. And are those chairs far apart because nobody wants to sit next to John Lovitz? Is that the reason behind that? <laughs> I have to assume that's the reason that those chairs are wide open, far apart. I don't want to be near Louis Anderson. I think there's a lot of anger on that set. Louis is from St. Paul and he is an amazing person. He's a great guy. Is he not? We could agree on that. Minnesota. That's we're Minnesota nice. I agree with that. Uh, and you, you like that John Kelly? You think he uh, does a nice job over there? Remember you yeah. worked there. John Kelly is one of my favorite human beings. Is that true? That seems high. That seems very high. That seems like Dwayne Perkins high. He's an amazing person. Seems like John Kelly. Great. John Kelly is great. The host of your show. Yes. (laughs) I wish I could say something else. Like I want to say that he's a jerk or whatever, but he is absolutely not. He is. I want you to say that too, because I when he used to be a sportscaster in Chicago, and uh, uh, boy, I wanted to hate him. So now you've ruined things for me. (laughs) Damn it. Did you see him on the um, the Last Dance documentary? Wait, uh, yes, of course. Yeah, 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 yes. He popped in in several different places. It was cute. Yeah, he was, uh, I think it was at NBC Sports uh, during uh, Jordan's uh, run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, uh, and then the next thing I know is, hey, whatever to John Kelly. He's hosting a game show. Yep. <laughs> leaving, leaving sports behind. Taking a job away from guys that host game shows for a living. Thank you, John. Well... He's good at it. I don't even know. Shut up. Let me have my anger. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me give I you heard he doesn't recycle, though. So maybe that you can hate Ah, him. perfect. <laughs> you know what? That makes sense. That seems like the type of jerk that wouldn't put a bottle in the right place. Uh, all right. Vanessa Gradick is here. Let me give you the, uh, the question. And then we'll go around the horn and check in with everybody. Here it comes. Despite being president number two, John Adams was the first president to do what? which now all presidents do. Despite being president number two, John Adams was the first president to do what? Which now all presidents do. Okay. Uh, I think I know this and I wish I would have uh, gone higher. I think I have a little guess, but I could be wrong. Yeah, we're all, I think we're all doing the same thing, which is trying to think of what in Hamilton would have told us the answer to this. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Like, how do we, do we just say it? No, no, uh, no I'll ask you. I'll ask you. Okay. Write it down. Yeah, write it down. Okay. And then, and then when I get you, and if somebody else already says your answer, still don't uh, reveal yours. Uh, because, if there, again, if there's a tie, we go to that tie-breaking uh, bet uh, that uh, came up earlier. So I, I don't li- write it on the one where I wrote the, my bet. I just write it on another piece. Okay. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Uh, I know that you uh, you people over there at that show are against recycling. So whatever you want to do. Um, <laughs> and I, I could that. be completely wrong, but we'll see. I literally feel confident for the first time in the history of this game. I feel confident. Will you please read the question one more time? Uh, (laughs) Ah, no. I'm going to be dead in under an hour. uh, (laughs) Unless there's traffic, because I'm not taking the train. uh, Despite being president number two, John Adams was the first president to do what? Which now all presidents do. 
Uh, and by the way, Vanessa, my son has horrible handwriting. This is a uh, this is a first. I was able to recognize all the words on this piece of paper. <laughs> Maybe he's getting uh, better. But the fact that president was used three times helped out. Um, His writing is like my Wi-Fi connection earlier. It is not the best. Exactly. Uh, it does get better when he plugs his uh, pen into an Ethernet cable, nice. which I find is confusing as you do. <laughs> Um, all right, so there we go. All right, everybody's got their thing. Let me check. Let me go around the horn. Then let's check in with Garen Cockrell, who, of course, just got back safely from Detroit. Uh, was oh, blurry. Was there visiting his family? And uh, I guess we're all caught up on that, right, Garen? You had a nice time. Yeah, it was a nice time. And he had a safe flight back on Delta. Vanessa uh, confirms that that is the airline to be on if you're going anywhere these days. Yep. Yes, sir. Garen, yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, what else sir. do you want? I don't know. <laughs> Garen, did they, and Vanessa, you could chime in on this too. Are they, uh, what's Delta doing this, these days as far as movies go? Do you have to use your own device or do they have the screens on the, on the seats? What are they doing? They still have the screens. <laughs> uh, did you watch anything, Garen? Uh, no. I actually got on the Wi-Fi and was job hunting. You were job hunting uh, in space. Yeah. <laughs> In that space. is, first of all, write that pitch up and uh, see if that gets you a meeting around town. Uh, did you find anything, Garen? Uh, no, I mean, I applied for a couple of things. It's, uh, you know, who knows? We'll see. I did get on ZipRecruiter to see what they had. Uh, as a reminder, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo, and that'll give you uh, your free access. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Is anything, is any of that I true? Don't, I don't, don't know what, what it does. You, <laughs> you get something, right, for that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I think it's more for people looking to hire, not as, as looking for a job. Oh, you're right. Job. Um, uh, but, uh, Garen, you know what I thought of recently? Because I, I saw a, a billboard or a poster somewhere. Um, do you ever think about, like, getting one of, like going to the, one of those uh, things where they, like, teach you how to be, like, an IT person or, like, uh, I I know you have trouble plugging your microphone in when we do the show, but I don't know why. It just seemed like that. That seems like where all the jobs are is like people who can uh, who can uh, do the do the IT. Especially now. Yeah, yeah. it's not outside mm -hmm. the realm of possibility. I should actually look into that. My dog's growling at something. Probably the idea doesn't like that idea. I guess doesn't like that yeah, idea. He's vetoed. Sorry. Vetoed. Okay, never mind. Uh, I think that's a great idea, Garen. Yeah, and then and when you do that, certainly throw your master's degree around in front of those people that trying oh, yeah. to teach you how to plug in a, you know, a, a, an RCA cable. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Garen. Anything else we need to know about before we uh, get your answer here and move on? Um, no, I guess I. I mean, I did bring. <laughs> this is. Not really exciting, I guess, but I did bring home one of those, another one of those boxes from the Delta flight. Oh, it's supposed to that's have the salami. salami in it. That's yeah. the salami one. Oh, you wait, that's a lot. Vanessa's on the plane so much she knows the box. What's in the box of the? Uh, <laughs> Maybe she can explain what happened to his thing because it sounded like it didn't have salami in it. Yeah, it didn't. How did it not have salami? Uh, it cool. was sans salami. So, so are you opening this one up right now on I'll the open air? This one now. Let's see what's in here. All right, let's see if there's salami there because Vanessa just sight, just by sight, said that's the salami <laughs> box. Because that's my best friend's favorite, and so I, when we went to Michigan, I gave mine to her because I don't eat pork. Okay. And so, what box did you get then? Uh, uh, or you don't have a choice? They give you the box, whatever box you get. I usually get the um, what is it? The crunch one. It has like nachos and um, almonds and a beef stick. Yeah. Boy, I like a beef stick. Matt, you just had a beef stick, did I you did. not? Did I see you munching on a beef stick? Chomps. Nice. All you right. Like uh, what do you got? We got salami. Salami. Jesus Christ. Hang on a second. Hold that up and let me get my glasses on. That may be the smallest supply I did not expect salami. it to look like that. 
Me neither. <laughs> salami slices. I expected. Why did I expect I like a, a cartoon salami? I know. I was picturing a big oh. like kielbasa sausage. <laughs> yeah, me too. Why would that be in that box? Makes like something no Sam sense. the Butcher would give you. Yeah. It's uh, a snack pack. Yeah. yeah it's a little yeah. snack pack. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, Vanessa, when do you get back on a plane? When do you go? You since uh, you seem to honestly, God, you travel more than anybody I've uh, I've run into during this time. Um, October 8th. I oh, have wow. a wedding in Atlanta and you're going to the wedding. I, I have to. It's one of my best friends. Like if I have to put on a sequence hazmat suit, I'm going to be at the wedding. <laughs> you're going to be there. All right, Good for enough. you. And this is your second time to Atlanta. Is that what you said? Uh, this will be my third time to Atlanta since the quarantine. What the wow. F? What's going on in Atlanta? <laughs> it's like my second home. So the first time I left was in June and I we have been what locked up since March. Yeah. And I just needed a break. So I left for like three and a half weeks. Okay. That makes then sense. The second time, uh, my bootleg birthday twin, who was the one getting married. Yeah. Turned 50. I turned 40. Still young and spry. Of and course. Our, our birthdays are a day apart and we've spent them together for the last seven years. So I just went out there and we did our birthday together again. And then now is his wedding. Let me ask you a question. How does a, um, yeah, that's a decade difference. How do you become best friends with somebody uh, that, that much older than you? How do you, how do two people like that meet? I think once you're grown and you meet, it really doesn't matter. Like yeah, age doesn't matter after about 35 ish. Hmm. And I say the ish, um, we had a lot of mutual friends just in the business and in entertainment. Mm -hmm. and I don't know. A lot I'm of my friends are older. I think it's cause I'm an only child. So I, older people are drawn to me. I see you gravitate. Uh, they gravitate to you and you gravitate. That's a space term. I apologize for using it. Um, <laughs> Put that in the what? pitch, Garen. Put it in the pitch. Put it in the pitch. <laughs> the, the, the job search in space. Usually gravi uh, gravitate. Use the word gravitate. Oh, that's a title. Gravitate. Yeah. Gravitate. Oh. Actually, gravitate would be a great name for a space uh, uh, job agency. Yes, yeah. it would. Huh. Yeah. Go to gravitate.com slash Pardo for one month free. <laughs> see, I can see doing it. I love it. Uh, Garen, you, uh, when we talk about Garen Cockrell, uh, when you're not around, we go, where's the historian? Where <laughs> is the, the expert? Where's our, uh, never not funny, uh, uh, history buff. Um, are you, do you know anything about history? Are you a history guy? Or are you, I, are you too trying to think of your Hamilton lyrics? I don't know. History is, is, is my weakness. It's mm -hmm. not my, I, 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 no, I'm terrible. Um, all right. Well, uh, the question, of course, is uh, John Adams. John Adams. Uh, I'm trying to do it like uh, uh, Jonathan Groff, and yeah. I'm having a tough time doing it. John Adams. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> uh, despite being president number two, John Adams was the first president to do what, which now all presidents do. Uh, I'm going to go with my first gut instinct, which is have an inauguration. Have an inauguration. Oh. Boy, that's a good guess. That's, I like that answer. I like that guess. Yeah. Now, that tells you that I do not have that same answer, but I like that answer. Yeah. All right. You guys going to go to the inauguration this uh, in January? Uh, I'm only going if they, if it's, uh, I guess they wouldn't do another one for Trump. <laughs> no, they Fuck still, they, don't no. they still do it? They do, another do, they, do they still do another one? Yeah. They I forget how that works. Yeah. Yeah, another one. So does that mean that the Blink-182, whatever band played, is going to show up again? <laughs> what band played at his inauguration? <laughs> no. I don't think it was Blink-182. It wasn't Blink-182. What, what was Little it, though? Feet? No. No, it was like um, Chrisette Michelle was there because she got canceled by the 
black culture for being. Oh, she did. Oh, okay. Wait, I got to. But who was up. who was the metal band that it played there and, and watching Trump with his arms folded, just wondering yeah. why? He, Limp Biscuit. No. Three doors down. Three doors down. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Toby oh, Keith. Oh, he. Now yeah, Toby Keith. That's not a big surprise, right? He used to be good, and then he turned into a whack job. Damn it. Okay. It's mm. Infuriating. You don't don't uh, feel don't feel the need to defend him or even say that you ever liked him that time. i like those first few albums i thought they I were good he was do, a good singer songwriter and then he became nuts and it's not my bag anymore okay i can't support that guy wears a flag underpants have a little respect for the flag and then don't get mad <laughs> at me i just want to say that by the way is that technically if you are if you are a flag respecter yes you are not allowed to wear clothing that is the flag yeah, right. that's right yeah I mean, I, I don't care, honestly. I think we all know what a flag represents and blah, blah, blah. But there are people who get mad about flag misuse right. who will then, while saying it, yeah. be wearing a collared shirt that is the American flag. Right. Which, which it, you could argue is is just as disrespectful as burning it. Like, if you have, if you have American flag underwear, how is that better or <laughs> positive if the, the opposite? It's the same as burning it. It's like... Well, you know, uh, as you know, after I'm done wearing underpants, I burn them all. Uh, I'm a one and done. So, yeah. uh, so I, if I wear the flag, I'm, I'm double dipping on that my protest. Good yeah. call. Yeah. Well, with the state of America, I, I think I might be with you on this one. <laughs> you're you're welcome. Again, uh, everybody get out and vote and to save us from this nightmare. Please vote. Yeah. Please oh, vote. God. Make a plan, as they kept saying on the Emmys last night. <laughs> Make a plan. Uh, by the way, there's a little drop box right near my house. Uh, there's a uh, a ballot drop box within walking distance to my house. Uh, so hopefully people will uh, take advantage of that. Nice. So they just, um, because now they're using uh, Staples Center. Right. Oh, yeah. So. Oh. Are you walking distance to that, Vanessa? Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, that I part of me, I, I know we're in a pandemic, but part of me would like to go down there and because and, I, I love Election Day. I like I like yeah. being around mm-hmm. people that are voting because people that are doing their civ- uh, civic duty and uh, going to the Staples Center where there could be thousands of people voting uh, just seems like so exciting to me. Yeah. Um, I heard there were. All- oh, sorry. Go ahead. I said, come on down. We'll oh. be here. I was, All right. I, I thought I heard that they're also doing it at the Bank of California Stadium, which is outdoor, which might be. A oh, little, they're doing it there at the out of doors. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I think oh. so. Because that was part of um, like all the athletics coming back. The athletes wanted stadiums to be a point of voting. So, yeah. Because, yeah, they are doing a Dodger Stadium, too, I believe. Right. Aren't they doing it out in the. Uh, oh, that'd be fun. Uh, I like it. Oh no, because they still have uh, testing in Dodger Stadium. So oh, they, they do. Yeah. They're still doing the testing. They could set up both at the same time. Well, that's a that's a big parking lot. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Depending on what gate you're using, you, you wouldn't even know the other things going on. I'd like to I'd like to go down there, get a test, and vote. Just to to knock two things out yeah. at once. Double dip it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I'm getting a procedure done again uh, in a couple of weeks, so I got to go get another COVID test next week. I've got to go and. Boy. Uh, Get that done, right? A little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how. That's the noise the nurse made. I found it very off-putting when she did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, speaking of that noise, you know what we watched? Uh, Oliver and I uh, watched uh, Stroker Ace over the weekend. Uh, the uh, Burt Reynolds Lonnie Anderson vehicle. Uh, Jim Neighbors. That go? It is horrific. That's insane that you would watch that. I got to imagine that it is thirty percent sexist jokes. They're uh, you're low, buddy. You're of- way <laughs> low on that number. It seems very low. <laughs> it well, is- but there's 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 combo things of other offensive stuff. I'm imagining it is so bad that uh, 
we started watching several things and one was one one was worse than the other so when we first started stroker race we're like the first 12 minutes we're like all right here we go we finally found a, a fun dumb comedy to to spend to watch on a friday night and then it was time for him to go to bed and we picked it back up on Saturday and Oliver's like, did they change the movie? What happened? <laughs> this is because it went from okay to horrible. It was, uh, but the reason I bring it up is there's one scene where a guy, Burt Reynolds puts a guy down and the guy takes his hat and puts it to the side and you hear wow, like it's that lame. Oh, God. that's how lame it is. Wow. <laughs> Huh. Is this is this the same movie where he where he uh, wraps his car in like plucked chicken? Yep. The, okay. That's so it. That, yeah. There is one thing I do remember from that movie, which is a guy saying, "I think I am just the messenger." Uh yes. You uh, boy, you remember this movie way too well, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> for this piece of junk. Uh, I, you know what? I I like Burt Reynolds, which is why I think I watched it at the time. You know what, Elliot? By all accounts, he was a big asshole. By every, you know, everybody yeah. says this guy was a prick, but I find him fun and charming. Even in a shitty movie, he's fun and charming. Yeah, yeah. Eh. And you got Charlie Daniels man on the uh, on the soundtrack. So uh, there's a great American. <laughs> um, Elliot, speaking of you, let's yes, get sir. your let's get your answer here. What? Uh, uh, is, or is there anything else you uh, want to tell Vanessa about that's going on in your life? Well, I, I do have another building manager related thing that I thought I'd share. I think Vanessa likes hearing about it. Is it about Gary? No, it is not. <laughs> I only want to hear Gary related stories today. Oh, my God. Uh, then then mute Elliot, because I want to hear whatever this is. OK, uh, so so part of being a building manager is you got to show units. We've got some vacancies, obviously, in this time. You know, obviously. Had to, hey, had to move I, out. I, to that point, Elliot, have prices come down during this uh, I pandemic? Have, I have. Uh, so so for our more expensive units, it turns out that those are renting. You know, the bigger ones are renting because they're folks who have those resources. But for the smaller ones, uh, I have I have lobbied to get those prices knocked down. Because for a single and you're living by yourself, you know... The, price, the prices were too much for folks. We're I see. Too, so we're, we're, we're gradually knocking them down. We, I've got to balance that out because I want to make sure that if people can't afford it, the, the owner can still afford to to sort of absorb. We have a few folks who have been affected by COVID and they're not paying their rent right now. And so, so you know, balancing that. But the, but the, the single prices have come down okay. uh, by about 75 a month so far. Oh. Um, and we'll see how that goes. But, Is that um, enough? Is that enough to make somebody... Uh... It, okay. It, it can. I mean, that's that's like a almost a grand a year. So for some folks, it'll make a difference. I mean, our our, our we're not on the cheapest side, and we can't afford to go too low. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it does it does make a difference. I've gotten more interest. Let's put it that I, way. I see. All right. So I apologize. I interrupted. Uh, uh, I do have. I've, I follow a question from Vanessa, which doesn't apply to you at all, Elliot. Uh, Vanessa, this is not my business in any way, shape, or form. When you're on hiatus. Does that mean, uh, like from a show like this, that you know is coming back? Are you paid during that hiatus? Like, are you are you still an employee, and then you just happen to go back to work? Or no. okay, thank we you. Do, we do um, unemployment and just go back to freelance comedy, trying to do whatever I can do. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So okay, I need not- to win this five dollars. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, we'll see what happens, Vanessa. Yeah. And if not, then you know, uh, Jimmy has not discussed payment for this this contract that he's put out for you to do. So I don't know if that's involved. 
I I feel if I offer her money, she and gets and she gets caught, she doesn't have the excuse of she's all doped up uh, anymore. If there's an actual contract, so I I think it's best if she just do it pro bono. I think that's the best way to handle this murder. We'll discuss. And then you know what? After the fact, maybe I'll give you a little something. But I don't think we should discuss money in advance because if uh, again, a lot discuss money in advance either. Thank you very much. Yeah, you don't want to get caught in a Tiger King situation. <laughs> right? <laughs> and he's not going to go easily, so that may add to my cost. I don't want to coach one thing, and the job turns out to be a completely different situation. Good call. Smart. Very smart. That, that is, that's good customer service. And by the way, he's going to go a lot easier than he claims he's going to go. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I like the uh, condescending wink as if she's murdered before. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to tell me that. I've, I've been this. Uh, all right, so go ahead, Elliot. I apologize. Uh, so so uh, I had somebody call, was interested in one of the units. It's a little bit unusual because she wanted to find out if she um, if her application was approved before she even saw the unit, which is weird because you have to spend money in order to get the application. So a lot of folks will want to see a unit first, then go, yes, I like this. So, yes, it's worth $45 mm-hmm. to, to apply. Why is that on us, by the way? Why is that on the... Uh on the renter and not just uh, fold it into expenses for the building? Um, because a lot of people will apply and you have to, you get charged whether the person qualifies or not. Okay. Uh, and, you know, now these days, um, not as much. I mean, you could change the policy given everything that's going on right now. It's a renter's market right now, I would say. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, that can add up. That's yeah, you know, that, a that's a good point. If 10 people are looking at the apartment, that's 450 bucks and that's a lot of money. I, so yeah. I, uh, I take back my dumb statement. Fair enough. So uh, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate uh, your retraction. Mm-hmm. Um, Still getting murdered. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it not, not going to save you. <laughs> Vanessa's already on uh, retainer. Yeah, Other, uh, she's already on the way. This is just a, a video loop that she put up. Oh yeah, yeah. She didn't she didn't move places in her house. She put up a hologram, and uh, she's really? on her way. Yeah, clearly. I hope you can find parking. Um, so uh so we're trading texts after she's been approved mm-hmm. and uh i say uh yes we can do friday at four for the viewing uh when are you looking to move in also i'm not doing in-person tours but i can do a video call All right her response was nah n-a-h nah yeah uh and so i say you're no longer interested she says in person or else nah uh i say uh you can see the unit i just won't be there Yes, that's what I thought you meant. Uh, I only want to see it in person only. Yeah, so but, I respond. But you're hang on. You're you're allowing her to see it in person. You just won't be in the unit with her. Correct. So what's the problem? So I, I say to her, I'm concerned about COVID spread and I'm not required to meet potential tenants in person. To which she replies, Jesus Christ, COVID ain't real. Ugh, I'm disgusted. Scram. Out. <laughs> Yes. Out. Oh my Out. God. Thanks, th- thanks for your $45, dummy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, re- I responded to her, that's okay. If you don't want to see the units under those terms, I understand. She never replied to that. I did check with the office, and I was very careful to, to, to make it clear that I believe that she would be a danger to the building because she doesn't accept what all of us... And even if you don't believe it's real, um, the government is saying these are the requirements. Yeah. Uh, so we have to follow these rules. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, so that was fun. <laughs> wow, that is uh, Vanessa. Have you come across in your time downtown Los Angeles? You got a lot of hipsters down there, but you got also got uh, 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 some folks that have lived there a long time. Possibly people that are not wearing their masks, not following the rules. People that don't believe it think it's a hoax. 
it's not bad down here. Like we're all pretty much on the same page. It's been more like when I was traveling. Yeah. Into all the anti-maskers and I'm like, well, that's why I'm staying in the house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where, where was it worse? Was it one of your 19 times to Atlanta or was it South Carolina? It's not uh, Minneapolis, right? Minneapolis, St. Paul, Charlotte, North Char- Carolina. Char- was rough. Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. It was, I don't get it. Like, what, what? Going on. Um, and what brought you there? Was that another one of your uh, birthday party? Uh, I have to leave the house. Just going to visit. Not my business. All right. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Um, all right, Elliot, uh, please reveal your answer for historic history. All right. So uh, it's along the same lines, but I'm going to say it's different from what Garen said. Uh, I'm saying that he was the first to actually take the oath of office. Oh, that's a good answer, too. That is a good answer as well. Because there's no reason why George Washington would have, uh, right? They wanted him to be king originally before they created the presidency. I don't remember that. I don't remember that song. But that that is true of Hamilton. Not everybody wanted that. But Hamilton did think the president should be president for life. Yeah. Um. Well, listen, he's a foreigner. What do you what do you expect from him? He, he, he gets the job done. Uh, Vanessa, did you see the Hamilton? We were obsessed with it for a while. Were you? Uh, did you see it? I saw it when it was at. Um, where was it at? Here. The Pantages. 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 Yes, did I? I saw it here. Did you love it as much as uh, everybody else? I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yes. All right. Very good. Uh, I was not. I wasn't one of the cult members. Like, I can't tell you any of the songs, but I know when I was sitting there watching it, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, part of me envies you for that because I, you know, it it became such an obsession with me and everybody on this show. Um, Not so much Elliot, right, Elliot? I'm I'm with Vanessa. I had about the same response. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the spectacle of watching it. I think it's a very good show, but I don't, I did not obsess of it over it as, as you guys did. Yeah. I guess really just me and you, right, Matt? Because Garen, so. you didn't obsess about it either. Oh, I love it. I mean, I, I was listening to the soundtrack a lot. My mom's obsessed with it. She listens she, to the soundtrack daily. Like every day I woke up, it was it was hearing Lin Manuel serenading in the house. <laughs> Jesus, they, they make that on cassette. <laughs> she, <just laughs> Damn. Alexa, play Hamilton. Your your mother has Alexa. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, hang, not not now, Alexa. Not now. Right? I was looking for mine to start going off. Yeah, she's, uh, uh, Alexa, what's Garen Cockrell's mother's name? Here's something I found on the web. According to Reed.Aq, in addition to his father, Garen is survived by his mother, Nora Corinne. Nora Corinne? Is that your mom? No. All right, no, all right. Wrong one, idiot. All right. Uh, how bizarre would that have been if she? Oh, she just said sorry. She literally said sorry when I yelled wrong. Oh one. boy! Um, now, now I feel, feel bad. bad that they, yeah. I do feel bad that the piece of electronics is mad at me or yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So a great answer, uh, Elliot. I wish you a lot of luck with that. I think I. But those are both great answers. Yeah. Uh, let's check in with the uh, honcho. He's up there at uh, uh, Sherman Oaks, California, keeping things safe at Never Not Funny headquarters. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Garen, of course, is at the uh, Never Not Funny Weather Desk, uh, sponsored by uh, PopCultureBeast.com. Uh, Matt, yeah, we, we uh, never, anything exciting happening over the, We never checked in on the temperature over there. Oh, all right. Uh, Garen, what's the temperature right now there in uh, Van Nuys? Uh, North Sherman Oaks, we're looking at a balmy 81 degrees. 81. Wow. Now, this is, now, we've never had anybody from downtown L.A. before. Let's go, This is going to be exciting when we get this temperature. 
We've also got, uh, this is kind of interesting. Usually it's one degree cooler at the studio, but it's actually 79 here, so. Oh, oh boy. I don't Two know. less. Garen might mm. be slowly shifting further into the valley as he sits there. <laughs> um, uh, Vanessa, what is it downtown? I am checking right now. It is it's exciting. 79. Okay. So I got 76 here. What do you got, uh, Elliot? 75. It's always... Now that's interesting because I'm usually one less than you. Yeah, I've got something's up system. today. I got something's up. I got breaking news. We're now at eighty. We're, we're, everything's okay again. We're, okay, all right, good, good. All Thank you for the update. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm still that seventy-five is, uh, though. Uh, uh, Vanessa, how long have you lived here? In California. In Los, in, in Los, when did you come here from Minneapolis? If you already said this, I apologize. Two thousand six. 2006. Or the end of 2005, beginning of 2006. So you don't, and the idea of moving back to Minneapolis, does that appeal to you at all? Or are you now, you would never want to live in the cold and the snow ever again? I will move anywhere for either love or work. Oh. Hmm. So, um, Anchorage, Alaska. Listen, as long as I can work, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the option? It was Anchorage, Alaska. Is that? I, I don't care where it is. Am I working? Am I in love? What am I doing? What's happening? Uh, listen, oddly enough, John Kelly's going to be hosting a game show up there. Uh, your thoughts? I Hang on. love his wife. Oh, so, I don't know whether he's married. I don't know anything about it. Hang on. Garen Cockrell's being attacked by his own building. My <laughs> green screen just collapsed. I will be right back. All right. What the heck on this show today is a disaster. It, it really is. Is, is, is Mars in retrograde? What's happening? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I uh, I don't know what that means because I'm not. I don't either. I have no guy. idea what it means. <laughs> it just seems like a thing that people say. Um, what, uh, uh, Matt? Uh, anything happened over the weekend that uh, you're comfortable sharing? Um, I mentioned we we watched Billy Madison with the kids. Uh, once right. again, they weren't as excited about it as my wife and I used to be when we were uh, <laughs> still dating and and thought it was hilarious and would watch it on vhs over and over again is that um, the one oliver just watched or did you is that the golf one no no it's the it's, that's happy gilmore, that's happy okay. gilmore. but wait did, right. but didn't you watch billy madison with with oliver no sir oh i, thought, I, I did not maybe he did maybe danielle did i did not uh, i thought you had uh, anyway um no it was yeah pretty we went we went swimming again at the the unnamed public pool that is lets you go in for 40 minutes uh in a, your own little section boy do i love that that was great i love that idea Splash around. Vanessa, what they do is uh, you could uh, schedule a time. You reserve a time mm -hmm. for you and your family to have a little uh, part of the swimming pool. Yep. Yeah. That's how ours is. Oh, nice. You, yours, yours are the same way there? They, you got uh, the building there? Yep, because only 14 people can be in the pool area at a time. So you have to sign up for your household. Hmm. So have you taken advantage of that? Have you gone down there and splashed around at all? I have not. I keep saying I'm going to, but once I actually got the opportunity to, I mean, outside is on fire. I just don't like the air quality. So I'm staying inside. Yeah. That's My smart. allergies can't take it. Yeah. Just, uh, safety first at all times, guys. 10 and 2, goggles and gloves. Uh, <laughs> they actually Matt, they canceled it the last weekend because of the smoke. So this was the reschedule. Uh, that they we canceled. Were, they closed the pool. Yeah. And so you we know went, what? I don't know if that, I don't know if I like them can't doing that because that's uh, I think that's the uh, the customer's decision if they want to be outside and swim around. Yeah, but the, the employees have to be out there. Yeah, the employees have to man it. So. Earn your yeah. money. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe there's ash on the uh, on the surface of the water. Oh yeah, that's right. I know there's smoke on the water. Deep purple taught us that. Yeah. 
Fire in the sky. Um, that's right. Moo! Everybody learns that. First time they learn a guitar. Vanessa, you play any instruments? Is that something you do? No. Damn it. No. <laughs> you still trying to start that band, Jimmy? You're trying to. Just... I want to. I want a band. Listen, I want the band to be a cover for us being a, going on a murder streak. I want us to cross the country, but we're doing uh, cover songs. And then they can go, well, the band, uh, what a coincidence. This band is in town every single time there's a murder. Yeah, but they're so hot and swinging, it can't be them. That's what I want. <laughs> Except for that one that one grizzled uh, FBI agent who insists that there's a connection. Yeah. yeah. No, but then no. you just put it off on a patsy like a crazed fan or something. It'd be one of our groupies. Yep. Yes, of course. Yeah. There's no doubt we'd have groupies, Vanessa. Thank you. Vanessa, quickly learn an instrument so we can make this happen. <laughs> it's, it's important you and I murder. Um <laughs> And by you and I, I mean, uh, I want you to do most of that and I'll just stay in the hotel room scared. Um, Matt, do you have a guess on this uh, historic history question? I do. I like uh, I like both Garen and Elliot's guesses or answers better than my own. But I do think actually that I'm going to match your guess, Jimmy. You think so? I think I'm going to match yours because I think we're both going off of what was what we learned in Hamilton, which in Hamilton, they said that Aaron Burr was the first one to do this. But I think the answer is that John Adams was the first to campaign. Oh, we do not have the same answer. Wow. Interesting. First to campaign. Yeah. Exciting. Because I know that. And, and, and again, in Hamilton, they, they pretty explicitly say that that Burr was the first one to do that. And I don't know why they would make that up, although there's some other inaccuracies in Hamilton. So it's possible. But but I, but I know that there was a time when politicians when, you know, politicians wouldn't campaign for president they just put their name out there and uh whatever happened happened which i wish we could go back to honestly i think that'd be great uh i don't know why we have to go through this circus every four years uh i you know what i don't understand is the anger when they say you know like hillary she didn't even come to wisconsin you know she's voting you know you know she's running rather yeah you know who she is why do you need her to land in milwaukee in order for you to go you know what she cares about me you fucking it's ridiculous yeah that that's a that's a straw man or if that's the right term it, it, it that's people want to like poke holes or whatever but it's you, you, the people does that really move the needle that much to show up at a at a I, airport or something do i think it does no i do not but apparently enough pundits do that they have to run their mouths about it it does because people are spoiled and like a lot of i want to say it was oprah who said it I could be wrong, but when Hillary was running and people were like, well, I don't like her. You don't have to like her. You're not going to tea. Like, I don't, <laughs> right, right. I could care less if they ever came to Los Angeles to say, hey, I'm running. I don't care. I'm not going to meet you. We're not going to go to the Olive Garden. I don't know anything <laughs> other than what's going to be on TV. So, yeah. Um, a hundred percent. Although I will say, Vanessa, I did go and meet Hillary Clinton. So that, uh, at the Olive Garden? Those, yeah, we went and had, uh, we got the, she bought She loved those, those breadsticks. She loves those breadsticks. They're good. Who died? You know what? I do love those breadsticks and I love They're the good. soup. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy. I like their salad. And the salad. The salad's good. They, they have those oh, crazy. Is heavenly. Yeah. Scissor yes. tongs. Mm-hmm. Those are great tongs. I, uh, I, and plus I like when you every- go there, you're family. So, I mean, what's, <laughs> of course you feel very like, welcome though, Jelly. Yep. Um, all right, Vanessa, it is now time for you to reveal, please. Not your not your score, not your bet, but your answer, please. I think it's I mean, I think it's the same as Elliot's, but I just didn't use as eloquent vocabulary. I just said get sworn in. Yeah. Same thing. Very yeah, good. Uh, I agree. Uh, um, all right. Listen, I think I, I think it's I think it's shorter than what I said, which is which has its own <laughs> form of elegance. Um, it's also very what, par for the course for Elliot to say something more elaborately when it could have been summed up easily. 
Um, Elliot, by the way, when this is, uh, when we're done recording, would you give me that woman's phone number? I'd like to text her some of the things uh, uh. About, uh, about the virus. Because uh, publicly, I speak out that it, obviously it's ridiculous that anybody would think it's a hoax. But privately, I'd like to meet somebody and have some like-minded people to uh, sure. have lunch with. So I'd like to meet that woman. Yeah. Nah. As fun as you would think. I did that. And it was, it Wait. was aggravating. What did you do? I met this young lady, um, and she's an anti-masker. And I just, asked, I was baffled. I said, I don't understand. Um, she's like, because you can die with a mask on. I said, you can't. You can't. Like, let's let's discuss. And what we have proven is doctors have been wearing masks since the dawn of time to prevent getting and giving infections. So we know it works, but now all of a sudden you can't do it to go to the grocery store to save somebody's grandmama who you might be walking by. She's like, well, if everybody felt that way, the world would be a better place. I was like, bitch, I'm talking about you. You <laughs> that way today. Like you can, it, I, it's, I couldn't. Wow. I, I just, I just got really drunk. Quite honestly, I think smart. <laughs> <laughs> was that in uh, in uh, North Carolina or was that yeah, here locally? I was in mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. Listen, uh, I'll give my answer. My answer is, and I'm surprised. Uh, pick their own vice president. Pick their own vice president. Oh, that might oh. be I th- too. I thought of that too, but uh, that's another thing that it's didn't happen until after because at least going by hamilton <laughs> when when uh when jefferson wins uh jefferson uh beats beat john adams to become the third president uh right. that's when I, that's when burr says i'm looking forward to to ah, working together so maybe it doesn't happen till the third you're right yeah how did you guys not just listen to the music like how did you <laughs> came across with facts i got nothing out of hamilton but i was jamming <laughs> well because we listened because to you it, enjoyed it like a normal person yeah, you didn't yeah. obsess about it and listen to it forty-seven thousand times a day and that is uh, not i mean maybe not in a day but as far as forty-seven thousand times i think between matt and jimmy I think that might be an accurate number. Possible. I listened to it a lot. I, I was like uh, Garen's mom. I did listen to it every day for a while. Um, all right, here we go. Here's your answer. This is exciting. This is exciting. Got four different options, two of them being the same. Here's the answer. Uh, none of us are right. Oh, boy. None of us are right. Live in the White House. Oh, I thought that too. Damn. It it was being built during Washington's term, so he never got the chance to live in it. Wow. Nice. All right. Live in the White House. There we go. Historic history. (laughs) That's... uh, that's a good. That's a good question. I uh, yeah, let question. my son know that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Now it comes down to the bets, everybody. What did everybody yeah. bet? Garen. Five. Five for Garen. Low ball, Garen. Nice. Uh, Elliot. Twenty-five. You're oh, out. He's playing the You're long out. game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Belknap. I've bet in uh, nineteen. Oh, the hardcastle. The hardcastle. Yeah. And Vanessa. Eight. Eight, okay. and I went with seven. That means Garen Cockrell gets the $5 hey. this week. Yeah. He could use it. You heard it, uh, Vanessa. The guy's not working. He's looking for a job on the plane. <laughs> All of us. I'm over here. I got to take a call from the government at 1.30. Make sure right? they give me this unemployment. <laughs> I know. Make sure you get that extra 300 bucks that uh, you got to fill out that extra form in order to get that. So, uh, oh, do you want to do a that. whole other form for that? I thought it was. Yeah. I, I don't it's know if it is question. for the 300 What's that? It's Garen? just one question. It's not. Oh, I've just been told it's yeah. one question. It's not a form, Vanessa. 
But is it one more question on the EED web or the EDD website? Or you'll see it as soon as you log in. It'll have a little spot that says "click here for whatever," and then it's just it's. Hey, did you lose your job for this reason? And you just hit whatever, and you're good. Yeah, it's, it's super easy. Well, the answer is uh, yes. The, your, the TV show is not up and running because of this. You can't tour because of this. There's yeah. right. Yep. The answer is yes. And so one thirty, the government's going to call. That's exciting. Are they going <laughs> to? Are they calling on the phone? Are they going to show up in suits? What do you think is going to happen, Vanessa? I think because of the Rona, they're just going to call on the phone. I think they ah. bet. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you sure wait, the one wait. question isn't "Have you been paid to murder"? Because <laughs> I think yeah. that's <laughs> also important. No, to know. because I have not taken payment yet. There yeah. you go. So that would Good, the answer right. to that would be no. Right. Yep. And by the way, I think that comes on the second page of the unemployment that uh, have you received any uh, residuals or, uh, you know, non-taxed money, that sort of thing. Yeah. Payment for uh, services. That is payment on the for second page. Bounties. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, bounties on there. Sure. Uh, Vanessa, yeah. uh, when do you see yourself going back on the road? Were you a big road comic? I love the road. I honestly, until we can tour government buildings, I'm not going. Oh. Like once the government says it's safe to be out and about and we can go into their house. Then I will go back to being out there because I don't. I don't feel comfortable going and telling my jokes and then running off stage. Like I'm a, like, I like to talk to the the audience and do all that afterwards. Right. I'm not going to do it because stranger danger, obviously. So <laughs> I just may as well keep doing zoom shows. Yeah. That, uh, so, but, but if you get called back to the Byron Allen program, would you guys work from home? Do you think, or would you all go to a uh, room? How did you do it before you left in June? We were working from home. You were, uh, I think the, the best way for us to do it is we can still work from home, except for myself and um, a few other people are room leaders. So we're, we're producers on the show. We can go in because we have our offices that are all spread apart. Uh huh. And then we meet, like have the, um, every two weeks we shoot and then people will come in for the shoot days. But other than that, we can do everything from home. We've proven Good. that. But it helps for our core uh, leadership group to be in the same place to like pick jokes and do all that. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. And uh, does Byron, uh, does he uh, wear his $14 million suits when he shows up during the pandemic, or does he leave those at home and show up in a uh, polo? He is not a big suit person when we're just, like, working. He's a, a sweater-collared shirt guy. Oh, he's Henry Winkler. He's nice. wearing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it, admittedly, I, I don't think I've ever seen Byron Allen uh, in a setting that he wouldn't be wearing some sort of suit. Yeah. Um, it's always either on the set of a television thing or a, uh, I ran into him a couple of charity functions where he's uh, in a, and I'll say it, a gorgeous suit. Yeah. Just drapes on him beautifully. Never seen a suit like that in my life. <laughs> but yeah, day-to-day day button-ups and jeans. All right. I heard, and Vanessa, you, you tell me if this is true because you worked there. I heard he traded one of his suits for the Weather Channel. Is that how he got that, acquired that? <laughs> wow. That's, That's what I heard. Pay grade. I All know. right, listen. Well, you know, when you go back, make this you and Perkins, make this your uh, job to I get guess. that information for me. <laughs> Uh, all right, Vanessa Gradick has been with us. Vanessa is uh, uh, very funny. When she tours again, do it, or she's doing these Zoom shows, and uh, yes. I'm sure I'm sure in the break uh, we have some plugs and how you can uh, uh, reach Vanessa and uh, and follow her and so on and so forth. And uh, I do know this: if you're looking to spend some time with Vanessa, do not go near the train. Do not go near mass transit. <laughs> what don't you like about it, Vanessa? Is it is it the too many people? What don't you like about the train? 
It's, it's yeah, I, my OCD, I'm a germaphobe. It's too many people. Last time I went on the train here, there was some crip trying to fight me. I was like, I don't, I don't oh want to do this. God. I have a car. Why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, obviously, you got out of it okay. But again, yeah, you think that- he was just drunk and he was like following me on the train. It's too much. I was like, I don't need this type of stress in my life. I had a whole car that I could be by myself in. Hang on, just to be, to be clear, you got the whole car? <laughs> the whole car is all mine. Like, they didn't take the tires back or nothing. I nothing car. at all. It's all yours. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, well, Vanessa, thank you for being here. No, thank you for having me. It's uh, great. Don't run, don't run away. We have to get uh, some information from you and stuff. Uh, everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for uh, subscribing. Thank you for supporting. And um, I think that's it, right? Everything else could be uh, handled in the plugs. All right, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, over there at the Never Not Funny Weather Desk, that's Garen Cockrell uh, at Video Village in Palms, California. That's the Iron Dragon, Elliot Hochberg. As I said earlier, holding down the fort at Never Not Funny Headquarters in Sherman Oaks, that's the Honcho Matt Belknap. Our new friend, Vanessa Graddock, in downtown Los Angeles. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK-47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2020, Never Not Funny, LLC. Never Not Funny.